0: FYI, this podcast contains spoilers.
1: Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 448 of the podcast that goes snick. It is our Hellfire Gala extravaganza.
2: And fact. (laughs) 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 a
3: little
1: little premature snacking there. Uh. (laughs) So, of course, I am your host um, from the great nation-state of Tejas, the ambassador, uh, the dot of blue and the sea of red, Jason Venable. I'm joined also by the ambassador from La La Land, Georgie the Falcon Valco, and um, straight from across the pond by the lighthouse, we have the dukes of england dan and ian hey guys
0: i like it i like it we will leave them (laughs) (laughs) down
1: that's right how's everybody doing not too bad
3: Good.
1: awesome so we're going to cover the whole of the hellfire gala in one episode which is quite ambitious but you know what it was an ambitious event so we will discuss where it succeeded and to what degree as we go through sure. all these. Um, I don't think... I mean, it's been a while since we've talked. Any any news we need to discuss?
0: Uh,
3: Boy. <laughs> <laughs> I think that sums up quite nicely. <laughs> I, think
0: I think we're all a bit um, tired after the night of gala. Um, yes. No. Yes.
1: This is the uh, the after, after, after part.
2: <laughs> It really is. We are <laughs> we're twice hung over here. I think
1: right. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Well. Um. Yeah. So this is the the big event. Um. Twelve issues we're gonna swim through here. Um, and and cover the whole gala. So, I don't remember who's starting. Who's starting? It'd be me. All right. So we're gonna kick off with Marauders twenty one.
0: Yes, uh, you are cordially invited to the Hellfire Gala, which uh, is all um, this one's about, essentially. But anyway, yes, uh, written by Joey Duggan, uh, art by Matteo Lolli, um, co-artist cool is Edgar De- Delgado, uh, VC's Corey Petit is on letters, and Tommy woo-hoo, Lowe is on woo-hoo. design. And the front cover is Emma, um, deliciously looking Emma, giving us a nice little envelope, because, you know, that's our invitation into the sparkly, weird... World well, behind her um and it's whistle donovan so uh, <laughs> and matthew wilson so it's it's a beautiful cover to, to me anyway i don't know yes, nice. yes. i like yes, and i love yes. her dress i love her dress and head, headpiece um it's awesome
4: i just have one way to say that pretty much describes a lot of this for me nice boobs Oops. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah <laughs> right but that's, that's well, kind of Emma's thing.
0: Yep, she's not scared. <laughs> wait until, wait until you, you go back and read um, New X-Men, where she's basically just strapped an X to her chest. No, like, right,
3: right. It's right, a
0: great Anyway, where are we? Um, uh, so, yes, this is the beginning of the gala. Uh, on, the, um, on the island Magneto built uh, for Emma, uh, she welcomes her guests. We have the Avengers, the Fantasy IV, Namor, Doom, some bigots and some allies. Uh, dr strange is woefully underdressed and um
2: <laughs> that was a great panel
0: yes it was and reed <laughs> silently whispers uh, sweet nothings to xavier um as kitty consoles young franklin about uh his own character assassination by the hands of dan slot
3: um,
0: <laughs> emma who looks literally amazing uh for our uh, opens um the whole thing herself as the, as the mighty host. And we first uh, have a telepathic concert by Rhapsody where everyone is uh, feels what it like, it's like to play um, the cello. It is the cello, or possibly the double bass. It's a stick uh, with strings <laughs> on, essentially. It's a instrument, darling. Yeah, yeah, single-stringed instrument. Um, and it's how everyone she, they make everyone feel like they're uh, participating. And Ben Grimm is extremely excited um, but however, some of the boys, uh, some of the mutant boys aren't too impressed with the pie. So they're playing um, chance or uh, like dice rolling. Yep, they're sure. the rolling
2: the bones. Rolling yeah, the bones.
0: Yeah. Yes, and then um, Ben goes and Ben Grimm
2: joins them. Then we have a mini Gen X. Uh, it's gambling uh,
1: time, he says. <laughs>
2: Yeah. I love so that we even have the, uh, the, the guy from AIM is, is there as well. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The guy from AIM is like getting all that. He gets a fist bump from Gene. Um, he's like the, the, the MVP. right? Um, and then we get a nice little uh, Gen X uh, reunion between the two headmasters of the Massachusetts Academy, Emma and uh, Banshee. And we have a foreshadowing of Banshee's probable inclusion in this book when the entire cast has been reshuffled after this event. Um, we have Doom and Cap. Um, the sexual tension between the two is unbelievably palpable, and Emma has to cut it through a knife. Hold could
2: on it... a second. I've got a uh, celebrity spotting. I believe uh, Conan O'Brien uh, is in uh, <laughs> in this book. Sorry, I'm going to be periodically shouting out when I see celebrity. Yeah,
1: no, he's, he's uh, checking out Emma's boobs, right? For sure. On the page uh, where oh. Logan's drinking with Cap.
2: Yeah, and then on the bottom left, uh, was it R- Rapinoe? The, the, um... Oh,
1: yeah! Uh, the soccer player
2: the soccer player i think there's supposed to be someone else supposed to recognize but i I don't know who they are but i'm going to periodically be jumping in sorry to interrupt dan
0: no it's good i'm glad you are because i didn't give a shit. but anyway um, (laughs) 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 but yes that helps because some of these people are just gone straight over my head because i think they're very american Mm -hmm. um famous whereas they're not globally famous obviously conan Bryan. he's in a lego game So. (laughs)
3: Yeah. <laughs> that's how you
4: know. <laughs> <laughs> you You insult the American
0: actors, don't you? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, is he is is a talk show? No, let's not the get bogged down. We've got yeah. twelve issues to, to go through. <laughs> anyway, anyway. Yeah. Um, yes. So uh, Emma intervenes between um, the possible sex scene between Cap and Doom, and then we have um, all of the enemies that the the book the books have had. So all the human enemies, they're sort of like gathering. So while they're while the mutants are showing off and gathering their allies, the enemies are also gathering. You know, plotline, plotline, plotline. Um, and then we have... Uh, are we I'm, I'm losing... You're flicking through pages. So Ian's got like, is my technical... It's like a... Um, what do you call them? A PowerPoint presentation? He's presenting <laughs> arrows. <laughs> um. Emma, Emma's into Cap we find out but then she realises that he only likes her because she's like his mummy <laughs> um, so where are we at um, we have the, the cuckoos uh, setting up a plot line for later mm-hmm. um, which I didn't really uh, sort of un- I, I, I don't know where this has come from but maybe she's another cuckoo who knows Oh, um, I think so but,
1: okay Possib- yeah i had no idea what they were doing right but
0: it's definitely okay. the next the next plot line for the marauders book for sure right. um uh, and then uh the we, we finish on a sort of like hopeful endorsement with emma's speech uh just sort of mid just before the dinner part of the evening talking about like like the future essentially in a really like hopeful way and then we skip ahead to the end of the night um with everyone a bit sort of i don't know hung over cautiously optimistic about the future a lot of people not very happy with what the mutants have just done which we do not you know yet obviously um happened uh scott have a nice little like chat um about move i don't know maybe it was good but you definitely put like put a target on you now the end <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's it that can i just good. say
2: yeah. if i had emma's body i would dress exactly the same way like i would there was no way i'm not showing off how amazing i look like
0: it's... <laughs> well, um, big big question. If if everyone else is talking about like celebrities, let's talk about Emma's costumes. I think the yeah. uh, full diamond uh, diamond curtain is my favorite. Yeah, um, that's
2: great. Her, f- her first costume? No, the no, the, last the one, one where first. she
0: goes into the diamond form.
2: Oh, I get you. I get you.
0: I think that's my favorite. Um, I don't know. I love them all, to be honest. But that's my favorite.
4: I'll be honest. I do enjoy the giant cape that is just attached to the wrists of her. Uh,
2: Suit? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I kind of liked the, that one the best, to be honest. It was a little bit more understated with uh, some, I don't know, some flair to it. I, I really like. I mean, it's not like she had a bad costume.
0: Uh, right. It's not some. Some of the some of our attendees attendees do have horrible style. Um. Like, <laughs> well, Nightcrawler's
2: costume is gonna be. Oh man, what a waste.
0: Which one do you not like, Ian? Captain Britain. Captain. Britain. Um, he doesn't like betsy's yeah she does look like she's like a punk rocker from a school schoolyard band right. an anime she's a sailor moon yeah <laughs> anyway yeah so um as a, as an uh, i'll I'll quickly get my thoughts out of the way as a, as as a beginning i thought it was fun it was quite playful uh, all the setup in, is in the right places i think um script's pretty juicy and uh emma really shines he Mm -hmm. he really has a handle on like the like the emma the hostess um i think it is a little heavy-handed in the this is going to be a plot point later in this book this is going to be a plot (laughs) point later it's a bit heavy-handed there Um, my only criticism is maybe some of lolly's work is too cherub too cherub um in places and but the color works really nice. I'm just a bit, I'm going to, I'm going to do the, the jodgy criticism of there were a lot of white backgrounds. Um, <laughs> so there's a few like, sort of, but then if you're drawing massive halls full of people, I'll, I'll allow one or two Yeah, white. there's a lot
2: of people like in every panel. I don't, I don't really uh, like, who is it? Uh, it's in the Excalibur book. where they have like two people and then a blank background. And you're like, what are you even doing? This is, there's like a million people on a page. I don't really fault them here.
0: But yeah. no, I, I think this is a really strong out of the gate. Uh, chapter one yep me too
1: um i love the art i thought it was a very solid beginning i love uh, can you probably give the middle finger to dan to slot over franklin and Mm -hmm. emma man i think really through this whole event emma's the star and it, it really shows in this particular issue and and in the following chapters as well but i just yeah, I really enjoyed that. Really, I really enjoyed Dugan's take on her and look forward to seeing more.
2: Yeah, I really like this one. Uh, you guys really mentioned all the highlights. The art, the art is great. Uh, I love the colors, uh, especially. It's I, I, I think that uh, I, I enjoy that they have the Cap Doom stuff here and that like plot thread will continue, at least in the books that I'm going to be covering. I thought that was really nice. Uh, I like to see them interact, surprisingly. They're, they're yeah. kind of fun. Um, M-, M is amazing here. I just thought it was a great setup, as uh, Dan said, juicy fun. Uh, it was just like expertly done.
4: To be fair, I think all of you have covered the good points. I don't think I need to really say anything else on that
0: regard. Yes, you do. <laughs> as a person who as a person hasn't read any of the Xbox up to this point, how do you feel jumping into this? Did it was did it work? Yes, I didn't
4: really feel lost because like. um We've already said the only question i had is why sebastian shaw in a wheelchair because
2: <laughs> <laughs> like, he I deserved feel it he's good. been a bad boy
4: right oh yes, yeah, definitely <laughs> like um with a bit of understanding i already had of oh, the marvel universe like the shia and all that thankfully i didn't have to be confused by anything and it just it really worked well and just was a good opening even for me who hasn't read anything since x of swords started <laughs>
0: Mm. <laughs> well that's an endorsement tracks and sauce <laughs> <All right. laughs> all
1: right, well, I think we'll definitely maybe do a general comparison at the end uh, since those are our two events thus far ho- post Hawksbox mm. um, alright so what do, we, what do we want to grade Marauders 21 I'll
2: hmm. give it a 5 out of 6 that's an excellent start uh, not perfect a few little you know heavy-handed setting things up which maybe isn't necessarily this book's fault but i thought it was a really excellent start with some great artwork
1: i'm exactly the same five out of six claws for me for the same reasons
4: i agree because i to understand it without how, how many issues is it in between here and next <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a good it's a good issue one then um yeah. i i i wholeheartedly agree with five stars it's very good it's not it claws oh stars, claws <laughs> we're at gala I feel like it should be
2: stars right, so, um, right
0: but claws yes five out of six antimantium claws there you go exactly.
2: yeah. <laughs> well while we're talking marauders uh just want to point out uh you know uh, the book's going to change creatives a little bit mm-hmm. um we just saw at least I saw announced on instagram that new art new artist for the book is going to be Ivan Fiorelli uh who's done a lot of like cartoony sort of re uh redesigns of x-men uh what is it evolution characters and yeah. stuff you can uh, okay. it looks like a really talented artist i haven't seen them actually do any comic book stuff before like proper but uh i'm excited to see how it looks yeah uh, he, he uh,
0: going saturday morning because he put up yeah. some uh example pages of um sequential art and it looks quite quite fun I
1: think. Yeah, yeah. I think I think he said, um, and I saw the same thing you saw. He like redrew some pages from uh, Jim Lee and Chris Claremont uh, from the the eponymous X Men launch. So he kind of did his take on that. It was it was definitely stylistic, but I mean, yeah. I'm I will miss Lolly. I think I could say that on any book, but sure. I think I think he'll be a good good transition. Should ma- match the tone pretty well and pretty pretty exciting stuff
2: awesome
1: all right let's go to x-force 20 this is going to be part two of the gala well, i guess we don't need to say that every time because they don't do that um <laughs> this is invite only or the secret garden not to be confused with the savage garden um i'm <laughs> sorry uh benjamin yes, percy is a writer
2: sorry
1: <laughs> <laughs> i know terrible band terrible music um they came on every day when I worked at JCPenney.
2: Oh, sure. There was a time.
1: All right. Um, anyway, <laughs> uh, Joshua Cassara the artist, guru effects, the colors, VCs, Joe Caramania, the letters, Tom Mueller, the design, and then the cover by Kasara and Dean White. And on this cover, we have like the uh, – I always think of the movie ropes, but I guess it's a red carpet rope. Uh, Quentin Quire has a TK – boundary rope, uh, the X-Force of being the bouncers. I love uh, Beast's little uh, toddler Easter suit and he's wearing the suit pants, uh, the suit shorts. And then, for some reason, Wolverine's crouching on a shelf. I'm not sure
0: why.
3: But,
1: <laughs> but someone is presenting an invitation trying to get in and Quentin is opening the rope for him. I that was a pretty good cover. What y'all think?
0: I actually really like it. I think I really like the color work because if you zoom in on... Like this has got like a really good gradient. I think overall, like this this art 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 team on this front cover has a really great uh, presence. Mm-hmm. I just I just like the, I like the use of
2: color and the use of light. So. Yeah, I can't stop staring at the giant bulge in Beast's pants. Uh, either <laughs> either he's really packing or just he needs to shave. I don't know what it is, but like he's got a lot of of space there.
4: You must have a very important thing you should be doing. Stuffing.
0: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> well, he doesn't need socks, so they have to go somewhere. <laughs>
1: That's true. That's true. <laughs> All right. Well, um, in this one, X-Force are the gala security. Beast has a puppet plant nation in Terra Verde and is using the ambassadors to spread plant bugs to reps from other countries Out on the beach, Wolverine and Domino play Bouncer to Deadpool. Emma confronts Sage about Beast's acts and demands the Terra Verde ambassadors be quietly removed and the plant bug network disabled. She also not so subtly threatens that Beast will answer to the Quiet Council. Unfortunately, before Sage can do anything, the plant people are hacked. Dun, dun, dun.
0: So here yep. we are at the at the very first unnecessary chapter of my, <laughs> oh my Um So technically, the book looks really nice. I think um, it's yeah. got like a lot of personality yeah. to it. Uh, I really like how uh, Quentin's drawn. I've, I think again, Emma the color a work is unique. Look as well, I felt like yeah, and it, I think the color work is fantastic. I love yeah. the work, the use of shadows. However. Mm. I am just like the el- set right the elements there should be interesting to me but as soon as it's like oh there's plant people and the gala is going to be sort of under threat I was like, oh, I am no <laughs> just no I, I kind of just wanted a gala not like we're going to have to have some action because there's a bunch of characters that this book is, like, tailor-made for action sort of
2: purposes. I think you, you nailed it, Dan. It was like, we need to have an action book so people who read comic books for the action have something to read. So that's what they did here. And, and it's not really effective, at least on this issue, because if you're going to do action, it's only really at the end. And you're like, plant people? Eh. Like, it was kind of a letdown. I don't know. Because the...
0: Uh, right. So, Quentin and Iron Man was funny. Oh, is it's funny in both in both uh, scenes we've seen of it. Um it was quite cute. Mm-hmm. I think the uh, Beast getting his comeuppance, or possibly getting his comeuppance, or the whole like rolling on that idea, yeah. uh coming to ahead here is a good idea. Um Emma just being like, What the hell are you doing? Um, you know, because s- since Gene left the team, there's been no like moral right. sort of centre to the team. So uh, Beast has sort of gone a bit dark. Bit darker than he usually has um and i liked all of that but it just lost me near the end uh even the deadpool stuff where he's like can't i come because i'm a mutant," and they're like no um even, even <laughs> that sort of like makes sense um and it just reminded me of what i read in cable where poor deadpool was like i'm not even like that popular anymore in uh the cable issue <laughs> just read and mm-hmm. i i kind of chuckled. but the yeah it's it's the, as soon as like oh no the girl is under threat i kind of just l- lost the interest i know it's right the end, but I just went oh, anything to do with this storyline no longer interests me. And is this gonna be like the main thrust of the gala? Is that planned? people are gonna attack everyone? Again. Again, again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is again as well. Anyway,
2: yeah. How about you, Jason? I think I feel like X Force, X X uh, Wolverine has been sort of your, your niche. What what's your what's your take?
1: Yeah, I, I I obviously like this a lot more than y'all. Um I was I thought the art was lovely. I think the story is pretty intriguing. I was pretty confident that it was going to be, because I'm like you guys, and we talked about this before the event ever started. We didn't want there to be like a need for this to be like bombastic. Like X of swords or 10 of swords was very much kind of through the lens of like a summer blockbuster movie. Right. And we wanted something more dramatic here. And but I guess I didn't really expect for this to turn into the plant people will be in all the issues. I figured it's just going to be an X-Force and maybe Wolverine, which is confirmed. Um, and so I kind of just rolled with it from that aspect. Um, I didn't really care for the Terra Verde story the first time around, but man, I'm I'm anxious for someone to kind of just cut Beast arms off. Um, <laughs> and so <laughs> the idea of him like getting called out, and and again, I think even though this book is about X-Force and it's about Beast and the terrible decisions, I think it's still Emma that kind of shines, like, in this book. She's kind of the – even though she doesn't have the most page count or anything, she's still kind of the star of the book. And her going in and just kind of laying the down on Sage and Beast and being like, this is not going to fly, you're not going to ruin my party, um, I thought was really nice um, – so I'm excited what like Dan said about the possibility of Beast getting his. We'll talk about when we get to the second part of the story, whether anything really comes of that. But at least mm-hmm. the way it's the way it's set up in this issue I enjoyed. And I also, you know, like that Wolverine was happy to avoid the gallop but miss the open bar, which, you know, <laughs>
3: Right. Especially right, right. in
1: post pandemic, anti social Jason sounded very familiar. <laughs> like, uh, skip the people, give me the alcohol. <laughs> <right>. But um
3: <laughs>
1: But no, I just I think I had more fun with it and I I enjoyed the intrigue as kind of a sidestep. I, I agree, maybe it would have worked better as like a part four than a part two. Sure. But um rather than that, I, I enjoyed it, I think, a lot more than y'all, which is fine. What about you, Ian? Or did you read this one? um sort of, sort of.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he read it by listening to your summary
4: right <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. and i had a quick skim through it and like you both said i can't really argue with the art the art is lovely but this is where i start to dislike um uh is it pink air, purple air, quentin? Quentin. Quentin. quentin yes it's where i start to dislike him also almost immediately <laughs> and once i saw things getting involved I was, it just made me Bored because
0: i was like oh okay. this again <laughs> fair enough uh, first people we haven't seen plant people for ages but to you plant people happened like, in like the last issues i was reading right yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah.
1: and not even the same plant people
4: so
3: right like, nope.
1: there's too <laughs> many different kinds of jack Krakoa and Arico, who are plant like beings and then you have the katati from space
2: and then That's these too. guys That's from yeah. oh you remember yeah. the name that is amazing
1: <laughs> well, I remember from the '70s story as well. So, okay, <laughs> all the celestial Madonna stuff and all that, all that fun stuff. But um, uh, yeah. All right. Well, I'll go first because I know I'm going to be the high one on this one. I'm, I'm staying five out of six claws for me. Wow. I'm, I'm enjoying the vent a lot out of the gate. How far are y'all going to drop
4: on this one? <laughs> Ooh. Should I be generous or should I just be mean? Just be. <laughs> just be Ian. <laughs> Oh, in that case, nothing. No, <laughs> <in all cases. laughs> yeah. Wow. Uh, I'll give it a three because it's it's not bad. I just didn't intrigue me. The so middle of the road for me, so three.
0: Sounds good. I'm actually going to just drop drop by one to four because I think it actually works, and I feel like I was harsh on it. And then listening to, I feel like Jason's nudged up uh, a little bit because it is the other elements. i have i just got hung up on on tree. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, th- I do think the other elements have really worked for me, and um, I just want—I think everyone now is waiting for Hank to get some sort of like right brick face. <laughs> yeah, um, sure. He's been—he's yeah. been—he's been destroyed as a character for so long. I think we <laughs> right. put him out to pasture.
2: Right. Uh, I would go with a low four. Uh, you know, it's—it's it's annoying because. The event starts and then side story. And I guess they're all kind of side stories, but this was very much like not involved with the gala at all in my head. Uh, It just sort of threw me for a second. And then the plant people, I didn't really care. But the artwork was great. Uh, Some good moments. I'll give it a four out of of six claws.
1: Awesome. Okay. Well, let's go on then to
2: Hellions number 12. Hellions number 12, Gate Crashing. Uh, writer, Zeb Wells, artist Stephen Segovia, colors by David Curiel, letterer, VCs, Ariana Mayer, design, Tom Muller, with a cover by Stephen Segovia and Rain Barreto. Uh, and on the cover, let me flip back, we've got our Hellions at the party causing a ruckus, uh, people swinging from chandeliers, powers going off, having drinks, stealing food. Uh, it really encapsulates what they do within in the issue, and I really appreciated uh-huh. that. uh <laughs> I, I do think uh, overall this book, and this is sort of stepping back for a second, uh, the art has been sort of the highlight. Yes. And um, I feel like this is uh, a well-drawn cover.
1: I agree. I like it. It's fun.
2: It's a very good, uh, is it
0: TDLR? Um, Too long, didn't we? Get. Yeah, TLDR. There we go. Um, so I don't have to read the book. I could just look at the cover. <laughs> right,
1: yeah, so, you oh, really yes. could if you yeah. wanted to, yeah. Uh, yeah,
2: but, if you wanted to sum it up, yes. <laughs> uh so basically hellions are going to go to the party but not all of them because the ones that i guess you could say the ones the readers know the least about and also the ones (laughs) that are considered the most problematic aren't invited uh and then but then they decide to crash the party uh there's a a few fun moments where sinister tries to show that he's like better than everyone and, and everyone ignores him uh we've got havoc still trying to get his ex uh Reanimated and people blowing him off. It just feels like remember at the start of this book, he like he had like a mind thing, like someone took control of him and he couldn't figure out what happened. And then mm-hmm. they I wish they would figure out what's going on with him because they totally dropped it. I don't know what he's even doing on the team anymore. Um right. and so, he doesn't either. Right. He even <laughs> complains here, like why am I with these idiots? Um, uh, then the others uh, crash the party, uh, they get drunk, they eat some food. Wild child sees someone he used to date, gets freaked out and starts to have a fight. Uh, they, they just cause a giant mess uh, after North Star and uh, – not North Star. After uh, Daken and um, – geez, what's her name?
1: Aurora. Aurora, Aurora.
2: Kiss. Uh, and then they – They don't
1: uh, kiss. They mm, kiss.
2: Sure. Uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: at least they actually look like their characters in this book compared to uh, the book they actually <clears throat> are in. Yeah. Uh (laughs) Uh, there's just a ruckus and then then they they all leave um, after and and they see the uh, psychic fireworks and then the original sinister comes back dun 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 Um, I don't know, the book was very much a Hellions book with not really any of it mattering uh, but like some really excellent art in places Uh, and I do mean in places because there are panels especially when Magneto shows up that are quite ugly Uh, (laughs) Yeah,
1: he looks weird, his take on Magneto is an odd take
2: right but then there'll be other panels like um when uh shows up in her dress is stunning Uh, the color work is superb like there there are moments where this book artwork wise is just uh amazing at least the characters look great right Mm -hmm. uh uh, but otherwise it's just hey uh they crash the party things go badly uh and they leave with a hangover i mean that's that's the issue (laughs) what did you guys think so this book rises and
1: falls on the humor and for most of the 12 issues it hasn't really worked for me and i don't know if it's kind of being in the change of scenery and putting them in the gala doing the whole like wedding crasher thing but for whatever reason it just it worked a lot better for me this issue so i this is probably my favorite issue of the 12.
2: cool dan Ian, what do you guys think
4: all I have to say is one thing is I saw some of the artwork, I saw Pimp Xavier, but then I just saw Pimp Magneto and I was like, that's it, I love this. <laughs> 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 I, um, like, I don't care what happens, I'm down.
0: <laughs> um, it does look lovely and let's be fair, it has one of the highlights which is um, Judgment Day, motherfucker. fucker. <laughs> um, All right, right. <laughs> when N- Nanny goes after Sinister, which just made me laugh. I think I, I agree with Jason. It it, um, it rises and rises and falls with its humor, and this is actually works. Um, seeing sinister get rebooted by everyone is kind of right. just hilarious.
3: Mm-hmm. And
0: there's
1: some nice, like, dramatic moments as well, like Co Greyco- Sorry, Greyco. Grey Crow, obviously trying to process his feelings for for Conan, and um, yeah, I mean, and Alex, very. Timidly trying to figure out what's good Like, why are we really not resurrecting my girlfriend? Um, I mean, there's just some nice drama behind the comedy, but really, it's just them being ruckus and rowdy, and
2: and just it worked. I feel like just the book doesn't really have a purpose, right? Uh, besides to be chaotic, and it really worked well in this event. Like, these are the people no one wants around, and they show up and they cause chaos. Like, that's all right. they're supposed to do, and that's they do it really well here and Uh, it's go ahead
1: it's so much better than them being oh well we're we're the rough gritty badasses nobody wants them just being like the scamps that nobody wants is a better
2: setup for me i don't know right i don't need like a marvel suicide squad uh this was this was felt more like a marvel book right Uh, they don't all have to die on a mission for me to like enjoy what's going on (laughs) right Well, uh, how do you guys wanna rate this then?
4: Um I'll just for Pink Magneto alone and the fun in between, I'm gonna give it a four out of six. I'm
0: I'm gonna give it a four to you, to be fair. It was quite fun.
1: I'm gonna go ahead and go I'm gonna stick with my fives. So three fives out of the gate for me. Um the event's off to a good start.
2: Yeah, I'm actually gonna go with a five, surprising myself at the last second. <laughs> um I, <laughs> I, I do feel like it's not just the uh, uh, this book lives and dies by the humor, but also the artwork. Uh, and I think the, there's a lot more quality than the not uh, here, especially mm-hmm. with the colors. And it's fun. And the, the team feels like there's a purpose. It's like the one issue I read where I was like, OK, I get why this is a book. Uh, right. And for that, I'll give them a five out of six. Awesome.
1: Yeah, I think I think we probably all are su- a little su- pleasantly surprised by this issue. Right. It sounds like. All right. Awesome. Well, we're going to move to Excalibur 21, which is going to be Fire and Brimstone, or Don't Feel Like Dancing, written by Tini Howard, art by Marcus Toe, uh, colors by Eric Arseniega, letters by VCs Ariana Mayer, and designed by Tom Mueller, with uh, Mahmoud Azrar and Matthew Wilson doing the cover. Uh, the cover is Richter kind of storming off, leaving a broken floor behind him and all the other characters trying to figure out how they're not going to fall in the gaping
2: hole. Oh man, I just realized I didn't read this book.
1: Uh-oh. <laughs> 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 that is fine.
2: Um, I, I, what I, do you I think of that it. cover? <laughs> I kind of like the cover.
3: Yeah.
2: It's a
4: nice cover. It. I thought Betsy just didn't like it. <laughs>
0: you really
4: know that? I don't. It's about that question but I hate it. Yeah, that's
3: fair Oh, okay, all right. Okay, well here it's in the this Union Jack, yes, the Union Jack font. Okay. Oh, okay, <laughs> <That> makes sense. <laughs> Sounds good. Okay,
1: well in this one, uh, I don't remember his name, but the Akiba Coven dude has somehow become a UK ambassador. So his first actions at the gala are to officially denounce. Betsy is Captain Britain, and to dissolve the English treaty with Krakoa. Also, for Grant and any other Gambit- Gumbo fans that they exist, he's okay with Rogue joining the X-Men because he has his own plans and will stay with his caliber. And he likes his cats, apparently. Um, meanwhile, I think Megan is pregnant. Uh, the coven frees Morgana Le Fay by sacrificing maybe Pete Wisdom, at least making him bleed a little bit. And Richter gives the lighthouse its own island and begins to warm up to Shatterstars return.
0: So my question about this one is, does it give away the reveal of Rogue being an X-Men? Like an issue before it actually gets revealed. Yes. Oh right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but they did come out the same week, so I think you can probably read yeah. these in, in gotcha. interchangeable order and it wouldn't really matter.
0: Um right. So I'm very happy that Rick and uh that th- rick and um get g- back together right uh because that was a that was a relationship that not only pissed off um a certain comic book career who's coming back to 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 draw <laughs> um but it also, also it, it was,
2: angered it the, a... the x-men um uh editor <laughs> yes
0: yes um it angered everyone um but no i didn't it, it defined an entire like series for me uh being peter david's astonishing x-factor series
3: mm-hmm.
0: um and it was beautiful. it's just such a beautiful relationship and it's been put through the editorial um meat grinder to make sure it didn't happen but now to see them back together has been quite nice um much like all of excalibur though it's like one part good nine parts and all <laughs> over the- Mm-hmm. Um, right so, so like i really enjoyed like the, the callback to um kurt uh flirting with megan a little bit and right uh, we, we see a little bit more of that uh, later on but um other than that i kind of like oh we're just gonna you're just gonna kill pete wisdom <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and, and um because you don't know what to do with him because that's how it feels sometimes with um howard's work is that when once uh she doesn't know what to do with them she um, throws them away uh, or puts them in the background like Jubilee. Um, right. Oh, yeah. Jubilee's done absolutely nothing
2: the whole time.
0: <laughs> I feel like it's like a weird moment. There's also a weird like sort of moment where like a hostage is being released, where Rogue says that she's a, like, you know, Gambit's like, go on then, go to the X-Men. feels like she's being released mm. from being, being a hostage by this book.
2: <laughs> um, whereas, At least, like, though, it, it feels like the writer here was like, oh, I will share my toys. Uh, where other writers will rather burn down their whole playset.
0: <laughs> yes. But I, I don't know. This is very much um, its very much current Excalibur, and that's probably the best way I can ex- describe it. Um, warts and all. Mm. Mm-hmm.
1: So I know I'm going to piss Georgie off, but I think this book is gorgeous. I think the art and the colors look great. And the story, like Dan said, is just kind of a hodgepodge of a few bright spots and a lot of mess.
2: Oh, uh, I don't the the problem with this book has always it's never been uh, the characters uh, artwork wise. And these pages are just full of people. There's parties going on. (laughs) It's full of people. Toad does excellent work uh, with characters. This is a great looking book. (laughs) And the colors are spectacular. Uh, I think, yeah, this is a great looking book. Uh, I've really just been skimming Excalibur. Uh, yeah, I don't really care about the book at all. But um, uh, I, I think it looks great. And I just, you know, um, Ian's been talking about costumes. I'm going to say I I feel like uh, Gambit's costume is superbly understated and overstated at the same time. <laughs> like just the <a> suit with <laughs> no, a hint of No, purple. too sexy. Yeah, the yeah. <laughs> suit with a hint of purple, and then my bare chest for everyone to stare at. I think it's right. so perfectly. <laughs> Gambit, I love it. I, I hadn't seen this before. Um, uh, I love has,
3: costume.
2: Yeah, so many great costumes here. Uh, I I just want to say I appreciated, as I mentioned before, the art, uh, the uh, the writer being like, it's okay. There's a lot of characters. So we can use all of them. It's no big deal. Um, I thought that was very mature of this writer. Uh, <laughs> I just wanted to say that. Otherwise, uh, I'll echo dance points on uh, Richter and Shadowstar getting back together. I'll echo Dan's point about maybe Jubilee could do something ever. Um, (laughs) And um, yeah, Pete Wisdom being just killed for whatever. All right. I will say this last thing I'll say. I'm really rambling. I don't like Kurt's costume throughout this uh, event. However, where he bamps in with Megan uh, with like his arms spread out and he's holding her, I think is a gorgeous looking panel. And it's like the one time his costume looks good.
0: It's my favorite panel one of my favorite panels of the whole event, that BAMF. It does look It's also
3: cat,
1: so I'm biased. But it's the way he builds the BAMF into the visual. Oh, yeah. My only complaint about that panel is I wish the, uh, I wish he would have moved the other panel of them talking down below and let (laughs) us just have the whole half page of that top panel unadulterated. Yeah. Um, the only other thing I would add is we're going back to the magic story, which is my least favourite part of the <laughs> Don of X. <laughs>
4: Do
0: you have any idea? Uh, did you read this one, Ian?
4: I skimmed it. I <laughs>
0: enjoyed
3: yeah.
4: Perhaps I I really like the bam. The bam. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: mm-hmm. Okay.
4: <laughs> yeah. but I think because I skimmed it, I just didn't really look into it I'll get whether really be able to get the appreciation for it as I could if I went for it properly. So that's on me. Sure. All right. Well um I'm gonna
1: give it three out of six clause almost exclusively for the art.
0: I'm gonna sit there with you a three out of six clause for the art and just for the simple fact that Rick and uh, Shasta are back together <laughs> so that get some points. <laughs> in Pride <laughs> month as well. I think it was right. published in Pride yeah i
3: don't know just barely just barely
0: yeah well this was published weeks ago in
4: oh yeah i forget because i have to read all the yeah can
0: you imagine (laughs) if it was all published (laughs) all 12 weeks one week wow oh god (laughs) (laughs) that would have been a crazy week
1: (laughs) i read them all in like three days does that count
2: (laughs) (laughs) i'll also uh be uh three out of six like you guys The, the art is great A few nice little moments, but in general still feels like so much going on and no direction for the book. Um, I don't really know the purpose of it being in the gala other than to sort of let its readers know that Rogue was joining the X-Men. Otherwise, it's sort of like, why is this even part of the gala?
4: Right. Yeah, I don't agree with them. A lot happens outside of the event. I will go for three out of six as well, because obviously I didn't read it properly. Some lovely panels. Great, it's, it's only fair, but I can give it if I think put the effort in. All right,
1: cool. Well, um, who has X Men number twenty one?
0: Ah, the beginning. That would be me. <laughs> so X Men twenty one, the the death of Hickman's uh, run on the, the title, uh, entitled the beginning. Uh, Hickman is the writer. We have um, Nick Dragotta, um, Russell Dortman. Lucas Wernick, and Sir Pacelli as the artists. We have Frank Martin, Matthew Wilson, Sonny Go, and Nolan Woodard as colorists. VCs Clayton Cowles as the letterer, Tom Mueller as the design, and the main cover is uh, you and um, Sonny go. go go. Go! I think it's go. Yeah, and it's, uh, the main cover uh, is essentially um, a visual depiction of his entire run. Yeah, so far. sure. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, that's what I'm going to go with. And I think it's really pretty.
2: I think it's all right. What about you two? I think it's all right. Whatever. <laughs> I love, like, nothing to say from, from Jason. Just, yeah, whatever. It's fine. Yeah,
4: it's <laughs> <Yeah, that's> fine. <right. laughs> I think it's fine, apart from Gino, who I think looks a little uh, manly there
0: <laughs> in the face. Okay, I sort of get that. She needs
2: to. To
0: eat more.
2: It's not a great gene. I uh, I mean you're right, it encapsulates the whole sort of run. Uh, I mean the, the art looks fine. It was just uh just sort of very generic. Yeah. Right. Before we start, do
0: do you want to do um uh celebrity watch now or just as part of the the the, the uh summary?
1: I think y'all caught a lot more of these than I did, so you can do it however, whichever way you want. And I don't no. know how much I'll have to contribute.
0: I'll, I'll go and Georgie, you just jump in if I've missed someone. Um, okay. So, name, name all the arrogant fish. Uh, laughs in the face of Xavier and uh, Charles, saying they, ha- they have nothing to offer him because um, they are only on an island. If only he knew uh, what was about to happen. Um, all mutants and readers vote for the X-Men, uh, which freaks Johnny out because he doesn't like seeing people like sort of stare in hypnosis. But the better minds in the place, the other telepaths, um, I see there's a there's a Eternal, a quick sort of nod to the movie coming. You know, gotta get them in quick. Um, as long as it's not like the Inhumans and they're everywhere. Um, but yes, uh, they're all like no, they're they're, ha- they're happy, they're prideful. The X-Men, our entire new lineup, which has already been spoiled about 50 times before this book came out, um, is revealed. We have um, a beautiful splash page of the entire team, yeah. which is the uh, Cyclops and Jean. We have Rogue, who was um, mentioned before. Sunfire, the wild card, in my opinion. Uh, Laura as Wolverine, the best panel in this book. Well, Laura's, Laura's, <laughs> yes. Um, we have a lovely, lovely Gen X panel because uh, Sync has joined the team. And we have Lorna, I may actually get something to do for the first time in 20 years.
3: Um,
0: X-Men uh, moment. <laughs> um, then we have the, mo- the red, red Diamond dialogue of foreshadowing every single uh, uh, thing that's going to happen in every single book. And you don't need to read it to know that this one is this, this one is this, this one is going to happen in this title. Um, and such forth um then emma closes it sort of has a closing statement essentially uh in a, a stunning that is my favorite um depiction of emma's gala costumes for sure um, and she talks she foreshadows the future talking about um it's kind of like hickman closing off his sort of run on this x-men right at the same time talking about endings and not just endings they can be beginning it's very cliche in places but all with a dash of Hickman, so it sort of passes the bar um and then there's um just 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 for georgie uh cyclops talks to uh kevin feige from the head of marvel cinematic universe um and <laughs> is asked what his story is which throws me off Cyclops' speech which is really nice um about him being an x-man Um, And as he's speaking, the uh, chess pieces that will uh, create the fireworks are all gathered around and told to go to their specific places. And that is essentially it. Um, Right. Uh, It sort of ends with Emma going, look to the future, and here's how, have have fun watching what's about to transpire. Right. Um,
2: And that's basically it. I mean, it is a good sort of. Not, it's not a superb uh, issue, but it's it's sort of a, a nice wrap-up of I'm, I'm handing the reins over of X-Men book to someone else, uh, continuing on the event. Uh, it just felt like good uh, hosting of the party to keep things moving along uh, nicely. Um, I do want to point out, there's not a whole lot of celebrity sightings here, uh, but there's one page that has a bunch. We've got George R.R. R. Martin and his wife, uh, In the front, we've got Patton Oswald and his wife. It looks like Eminem is there on the left with his hood up, uh, which uh, I don't ever need to see Eminem anywhere. I'm disappointed he's there. (laughs) Um, And then there's someone in a Wu Tang hoodie who I don't know who it is, and I desperately want to know who that is. Uh, But that is your, uh, besides Kevin Feige, who decides to show up and throw everything off for no reason. Um <laughs> I don't know if that was uh whose idea that was, but it was a, a terrible here's, idea.
1: Here's the guy above him at that bar with Cyclops. Oh the one not have to drink. Okay.
2: Yeah.
1: It was kinda yeah. like Post Malone with no tattoos. <laughs> I have I,
2: I have no idea. It was sure. it was just like but it was it was like it literally they took a Kevin Feige photo and just rotoscoped him into the the issue <laughs> it was so jarring and I was it didn't make any sense. Uh, you know, sometimes you'll have someone in the background, like an editor or an artist or whatever that they'll throw in. Like if, if he was in the background, like, OK, I kind of get them poking fun at it. But having him speak to Cyclops felt like oh, it's like the worst kind of fourth wall breaking. Uh, it really made me dislike part of this issue.
0: That's bad.
1: Yeah. So, I feel like this issue kind of shot itself in the foot. Because um, it centered around the reveal of the X-Men, which was not a reveal at this point anymore. Though I agree, that splash page is wonderful. I um, then this was a little underwhelming overall. And as much as I like all these artists, it's not any of their best work overall, I don't think. I mean, Donovan's pretty brilliant, but the rest is kind of like, okay, I've seen y'all do better. Um, I do like Wolverine uh, being kind of caught off guard with the always gross food on my claws <laughs> scene. Um, but yeah, I don't know, it was fine. What did you guys think, Dan and Ian?
4: Um, I like the line of the X Men. Yeah,
0: yeah. I know. You didn't like the so you don't like the book at all.
4: It just didn't really. I was like, "Oh, that's nice, X Men," and then, "Oh, some speeches," and then, "Oh, little <laughs> panel at the end."
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> Although, like you said, that actually just feel like the best version of that costume for Emma because it actually looks like diamonds, unlike the previous one, which looked like it was beading or something.
3: <laughs> yeah,
4: that's very true.
3: Um, so to
0: me. It kind of like doesn't endpoint his X Men. It doesn't feel. It tells me that it's ending it. It doesn't. It doesn't. It tells me all this, but it doesn't feel like the culmination of um, everything he's been working towards. Right. Um, But it's it's very much like pivoted on the notion that it's the culmination of all twenty plus issues beforehand. Will 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 eventually come to this decision that there's going to be X-Men. And right. that's essentially what, essentially like the whole thing. And like like Jason said and like I mentioned, the fact that we know the X-Men, know who they are, um, way in advance of this issue coming out, uh, just destroys the really the only really be- beautiful speech in it, which is the talk about them talking together as a community, coming to one thing. Just to
4: say, there's probably the only person who didn't know the liner it was actually nice to see oh, them yeah, see it works and yeah. you're not spoiled <laughs> but I, think, but I think even if you spoil it
1: then that's fine but put something else in the book to matter I feel like this book only exists to reveal what's already been revealed and I think yep. if you're going to spoil it you've got to give me something else um, and they just don't and it And is, is weird that it doesn't culminate Hickman's run and he lets another writer do that in the next comic
0: because what's interesting is like it um obviously uh, we've got a um needed a paycheck because east of west is on hold indefinitely for a while um but like i really forever, enjoy right? yeah i really enjoyed the tit- uh, that sort of backwards and forwards between xavier namor and Magellan, mm-hmm. and like the foreshadowing of you don't have anything yeah. to offer me. and then obviously <laughs> yeah. right at the end and the next issue they, they literally prove that they have everything to offer um and that that made sense and that is astonishing bells just then <laughs>
1: um uh, I'm, I'm keeping a loose time on our issues we're fine though we're ahead but
0: um to, yeah to quickly sum it up is it has really interesting small moments and then it sort of pivots on this really large long moment where sarah pocelli takes over it looks lovely it's colored really well like i um i think there's uh, some weakness in certain people's art but the color work for each artist is, is just on point throughout all yeah. of the Garland. it's just mm-hmm. a, a, like beautiful like uh, kaleidoscope of colors, and Emma like uh, praying to the heavens, shooting her energy beam from her brain, um, pointing towards a certain red planet. It's such a lovely way to cap it off. Um, but I just don't. It should have been the talk about issue, which we all remember uh, House uh, House of X and that where. It was a talked-about issue, then the next one exploded and made that even more talked-about. This felt like it should have been the talked-about issue, and then Planet Size X-Men blows your mind. Uh-huh. Then, right. then it didn't, didn't quite achieve
2: that. Well, the lineup had already been sort of uh, revealed, right? So part of that shock is lost there. Um, and I agree with Dan. Like, it's not like, hey, this is all the storylines come to an ending here. But it felt like, right, right, I'm handing the reins off to someone else, and this is how I'm doing it while simultaneously, like, uh, uh, moving along the event. I think he's very interested in what happens with Namor. And he does have a book that's coming, but it's, like, kind of secret now, right? So maybe uh, it's not like him it's being done like, with X-Men altogether. It's just Yeah, sort of he's like,
1: doing Inferno, so...
2: Okay.
0: Yeah. He's burning it all down, apparently. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Uh, I did find Time out the a celebrity, there's Mark Maron, is in a panel, uh, uh, just standing next to Emma as they're all w- uh, voting. Um, so there's Mark Maron. If you're into that, I'm not. But if you are, there he is. <laughs> I don't know. How do you guys
1: know what all these people look like? That's, that's my question.
2: <laughs> ask me. I don't, <laughs> I don't know have it kids, either. that's why. <laughs> I don't have to worry about kid stuff. I can...
1: That's true. Try, you're you're watching Mark Maron
2: instead of Octonauts. <laughs> I'm not watching Mark Marin. I'd rather watch Octonauts, honestly. <laughs> All right. <laughs> when
1: do
0: we want to grade X Men Twenty One? I'm going to go first. I'm going to unfold. Right. So artistically, it's really I really like it. Um, as an as a picture. A book as an art book as like a, a as a thing to see without the words i'm gonna give it a five and i'm gonna stick with the five because the words aren't bad it's just the power of the words have been taken from them so yeah i'm gonna stay with that okay i'm gonna say
1: lower what are you gonna do Aaron? um aaron ian sorry <laughs> you
4: know <laughs> you know who does yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> So, considering this was supposed to be like a conclusion of sorts of things, reading it and then moving on to the next issue, it just felt like another issue. Like there was nothing really there. The speeches were there too, for what's next, not for its purpose. At least that's how I felt. Right. So, I'll say four because certainly there was some really nice panels in there. And once again, Pip Magneto and Xavier together. Yes, please.
0: Fucking <laughs> 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 crazy. There yeah. are. <laughs>
1: And I'm going to do a uh, four out of six as well. So me and Ian are on the same page.
2: Yeah, I mean, the artwork is stunning. Uh, I, I love seeing Jean not in her uh, miniskirt. Yeah, that's always nice. Oh, <laughs> yes.
4: No, that does not need to exist.
2: Um, but it's just <laughs> great. And, I, and the, the, the moments of uh, Namor like, sticking it to uh, Magneto and Xavier are great, especially since he walks away feeling triumphant where Magneto and Xavier know something's coming. Uh, I thought that was a really great moment. Um, but it is sort of, I don't know, it's just, just sort of serviceable, like pushing the event along. I'll, I'll give it four out of six, mostly for the art and for just being a, a decent issue.
1: Sounds good. All right. I don't remember, who did I give Planet Size X-Men? I got it. Awesome. Okay, take it away.
2: Okay, Planet sized X-Men Fireworks. Uh, writer Jerry Duggan, uh, artist Pepe Larraz, colors by Marte Gracia, letter of E.C.'s Clayton Cowles, design Tom Muller with the cover by Pepe Larraz and Marte Gracia. Uh, on the cover, we have come on, um, we've got Magneto and uh, Marvel Girl because she's in the costume. Oh, <laughs> uh, Iceman and Storm standing over a rock. Uh, in the X shape over something glowing in red, looking imposing and godly. Uh, I actually really like uh, this this very much, despite uh, the the and yeah. choice. I agree. Same.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm just happy that Iceman gets to at least photo bomb a comic book. <laughs> so it's nice to see his inclusion. Um, no, it's a really lovely cover, to be fair.
2: I mean he's involved in this issue but loving so, is. sometimes it's hard to tell who is who in this issue uh with all the helmets and stuff happening here um so spoiler alert but uh they terraform mars um and they do it in like an hour um and it's <laughs> spectacular and it's gorgeous and it's stunning and uh massive and epic um and it's like when they said planet-sized X-Men, I thought, okay, it's going to have something to do with the Earth. Like, they're going to do something big about the Earth. It's not just the island. It's Earth. Nope. We're having a whole new planet. And I was blown away. Uh, and I loved it. Uh, despite some moments of, like, not quite sure who is who, I thought it was... Um, I always complained about we. someone starts with a big idea, and then they give it to some of the other writers who have no idea what they're doing um and it was great to see uh uh gary duggan like be given the reins with this great idea uh f- push it through uh with the shock and, and the surprise of everything and then for it to be continued further on and sword. uh I, it just feels great that that he's sort of taking over sort of the reins a little bit for x-men i, I think we're in good hands uh overall uh so basically um uh, there's, there's a problem with the uh, the Iraqis. Uh, that sounds like a, a racist person trying to say people who live in Iraq. Maybe, um,
1: maybe Arakowans.
2: Arakowans? Yeah, that's better. <laughs> okay. Because uh, I think they, they, they say Iraqi in, in uh, Whatever. Yeah, right. um, they're, they're causing problems. Remember we had the one issue, maybe it was cable, where they were yeah. causing problems and they got arrested. Um, so they're like, alright, we got to do something for them. Um, and they decide they're going to terraform Mars. And uh, Magneto and uh jamie braddock and some eric cohen's and iceman and gene and Quit Inquirer are all involved in various aspects uh high concept mutant powers of, of transforming this planet into something more um uh, and it's it's just super gorgeous i'm not going to go panel by panel because it's not really worth going through every little detail it, this is a big issue that you really need to to read fully to understand it's,
1: yeah it's a must read
2: yes uh, they, they put a port there so that people can visit. Uh, they is This issue as well where they birth a uh, Jamie Braddock births <laughs> a space station out of his belly uh, is just I love he takes the idea so literal um, and after he births it he's like uh, what does he say? Now you lot really know how to show a fellow a good time. Somebody <laughs> would not it supper. It's so perfect. Uh, yeah. uh, it's just it's like spectacular and then there's all this like uh, um, I guess it's not in this issue, but, uh, you know, the, the, the shock from everyone uh, outside of the mutants that comes following this is uh, uh, excellent as well. I just thought it was just excellent, excellent, high concept idea, great execution, flawless artwork, aside from not being able to tell who a few people were while they were in their spacesuits. Uh, but just like I if, think- if you're going to promise like we got some big coming. This yeah. is great delivery. Uh, I really loved it.
1: Yeah, I think I think when people are in, like spacesuits and stuff like that, that that's a forgivable um, visual sim, uh, like similarity. Like it's not like he's drawing everyone the same. It just happens to be a scene where everyone's in kind of the same uniform. So I think there's some pretty good distinctions between his characters, and I actually. You know, for have, not having seen them in a while, we bring up some pretty interesting Rocco mutants, like the guy that can bleed an ocean. That's a pretty cool, like esque right? power. Um, I, this is this is, you know, for whatever X Men Twenty One wasn't, this is all that it should have been. And this is fantastic.
4: This book was just amazing and if, if i'm gonna say any of us stand out it is this one without a doubt yeah and like there is so many beautiful panels in here like uh when gene um puts the idea into um what's his name from crown braddock braddock's mind that is just such a beautiful panel fireworks <laughs> but i live and die for magneto riding a piece of a meat right bringing the rest behind him <laughs> <laughs> okay it's just lovely throughout. I honestly
0: can't really complain about it. So, um, it's just beautiful. The, uh, the image I'm looking at now of Storm giving it an atmosphere, essentially. Um, it's just a phenomenally looking looking book. It just, uh, the, the colour work is on point. The, the, the transition of red to, like, luscious of greener tones but still Uh got a hint of red by the end it's such a great visual sort of ties it all together to being still being mars with the red um all the little design elements which feel very much like a hickman idea is crazy It reads like hickman it sounds like Hickman, but it's not. (laughs) Um, right 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 it's it's it almost feels like they've accidentally put duggan's name on the book and it should have been but i'm it's such a brilliantly executed piece of work and there was a like rumor with um, House of Ten that the mutants would move to Mars. Uh, it was the big, big reveal of House of Ten. But um, um, I feel like this is even better <laughs> like, as a concept and, and dealing with the Aracoan populace by just going, they own this planet now. Um, please, people, just come to this place anyone that walks outside of this place is probably gonna get murdered <laughs> um, <laughs> right? and, and this is the first time in a long time that I read the um, the, the the text dumps at the end because they uh-huh. were quite interesting interesting uh, sort of like the fear from from different nations where NASA's like in all of them but then there's the other group that are like oh dear God what have they like what are we what are we in for now <laughs> right. they have a planet so, and yeah the, like the ramifications of this could be seen as storyline wise is it, it's as big as a shakeup can be for a line um, it's just as big as this is so much bigger than um, X of swords it's it, it's a seismic shift just like uh, Hickman's beginning uh, was and it's just wonderful to see and I just hope it isn't all burnt down because they've decided they want shooty shooty bang bang action
2: again um but yeah. I'm excited. There's also, like, lots of action in this, but yeah. it's not fighting, it's not punching, but there's plenty of action happening while also being, like, a meaningful, uh, like, intellectual issue. Like, it's it's really hitting on all cylinders for me. Yes. But no one threw a
0: punch at someone, so it's not real. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you're right. It is fantastic. It's nice to see the mutants do something with their godlike power. Yeah. Um, you mean besides resurrecting right. people? Well, yeah, they are literally becoming, they've literally, well, it's like Magneto said, we are the new gods, so. They are. Yep.
1: I, it's weird, because I feel like this is the book I want to spend the most time on, but all I can kind of do is just sit here and drool. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's just, yeah, I mean, I mean I'll go to and jump the gun, and we can keep talking about it if you want, but I mean, this, this is a a perfect six out of six clause for me like this is so good and the highlight and, and there's gonna be other books that i i will might i won't give it away i may grade early, but this i mean this is definitely the highlight of the event and it has me you know i if you guys remember when we first kind of started this journey on hawks fox kind of that energy and excitement we all had i'm this gets me back to that place, right? Like I'm so excited to see what this creative team is going to do on the new X-Men book. Um, I just, I can't wait for it.
2: Yeah. I mean, if we're going to rate this, this is a six out of six, like spectacular, despite minor, 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 minor issues. Um, If we're comparing it to the rest of the event, this is the one A (laughs) <laughs> to uh, the one B that I will also be covering. I don't know uh-huh. why you gave me these riches, Jason, but I appreciate it. Yeah, you're uh, right. you, get, it's
1: well, you get the negative. Right, you get the one at the end too.
2: Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I just thought this was um, unexpected, spectacular. Uh, like if you you know you talk promise of hoxpox pox this is like someone's like oh yeah we were supposed to do amazing things here's something amazing and i i just i really appreciated it
4: i can't do anything but a six out of six for this it's just stunning in every single way possible and much like both of you already said there's been nothing that has sort of hit that sort of feeling of reading Hoxpox pox and the effect of it but this single issue alone has done that
0: this is, Emma would say, is the moment where, like, where were you when Planet Size X-Men was released? <laughs> um, I feel like this issue, uh, much like everyone still talks about everything but uh, um, the actual issues, they only just talk about Hox Pox when they talk about the era. Um I think Planet Size X-Men in 10 years time will still be talked about as a moment in comic book. Like the, the mythology of the X-Men, which is very important, is definitely iconic is probably the best word to put.
2: Right, for sure, and uh, I guess I'll get into it when when I do sword. But uh, this was um, this doesn't feel like something you can uh, sort of throw under the under the table and forget about later on. No, like when no. <laughs> when things go back to the status quo, like this this is gonna this is gonna have lasting repercussions.
0: It better do, or what's the point?
2: <laughs> 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 All right, so that was that was awesome. That was we can All right. We can. Uh, I feel like we just uh, had our first orgasm, and, and we need a break.
3: <laughs> right. What are
2: we sleeping through after this?
3: Well, I
2: don't know. We'll see.
1: Um, New Mutants number nineteen is maybe the uh, the aftershock before we fall asleep on the so next couple. A cigarette after. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this is this is give me more dreams or party of the century, uh, written by Vita Ayala, uh, art by Alex Lenz which I kind of recognize the name and couldn't place his work. Um, colored by Matt Mia. Letters by VCs Travis Lanham. Designed by Tom Mueller. And the cover by Martin Simmons. And he's trying to do... Who's the guy we've had the last couple issues? Uh, Christian Bob Ward. Bob and, oh, Bob well, that's... Yeah, it's like a cross between Ward and Reyes and... But not as effective as either, I don't think. But it's kind of a a... Abstract cover with the new mutants coming through the gate with Emma greeting, or maybe Emma but not in the right costume. I don't know. Someone with a champagne flute greeting them as they come in. I think it's an it's alright cover. What do y'all think?
0: Um, I think it's really magical. Does that okay. make sense? Like it just—I sure, I, right. don't—I don't think it's really. It's like it feels like an advert for eighties kids sort of adventure film okay like, like um like a never-ending story-esque thing where it's like oh these kids are going through a portal to meet the wicked witch with the champagne glass um <laughs> but i really like the way it looks i really do i don't think it's the strongest cover but it's definitely like really interesting compared to um it's not the strongest cover of 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 the, of, of the recent covers of this title but i think if we're collecting like the 12 issues we've got here it's definitely the most interest interesting um out of the rest
2: sure super interesting uh obviously they're trying to channel a little bit of reyes in here and um i'm not going to speak to its effectiveness but it it was uh, i did catch my eye a lot but i also want to because i haven't spent much time looking at it the hellfire gala um logo i don't even know if that's the hellfire trading company logo but uh the design work for that logo is is awesome yes it Uh, is Mm -hmm. the, the the h with sort of the the lantern in the middle or is it a you know, Trident uh, maybe Trident know. Yeah. yeah It's it's quite excellent
0: yep, I love that? it, it <laughs> It's probably a pitchfork Because hell <laughs> ah, right.
1: That's true right. there, you go, <laughs> there you go Ian There <laughs>
4: you go Alright <laughs> Very cool Yeah This is one of those occasions <laughs> Wait <I'm... laughs>
1: awesome well um we have a lot of apologizing in this one uh, danny apologizes to rain and asks laura where gabby is laurie looks around the gala can't find her Asks docking but no one's seen her uh we probably know where she is but we'll get to that in a minute uh warlock gets up the nerve to finally talk to doug and bay and interject himself into that relationship and kind of say oh, i want my best friend back so i guess i'll try to be friends with his wife too um uh, the New Mutants all have fun. There's a lot of fun in this issue. Oh, except Gabby looks to be severely injured or dead by the Shadow King and buried in a bush uh, found by her friends at the end. Uh, the, the New Mutant group chat I thought was priceless. And then, of course, Gabby's letter to Laura. Right. Get the full letter at the end. That, I just, that really spoke to me. And it felt like Gabby, but it felt like a little more serious Gabby and just kind of her dealing with her identity in relation to Krakoa and the life before, and her feeling disconnected from Laura, and how that's kind of driving some of her choices. Um, it was a really rich
2: letter, I thought. Um, so yeah, what y'all, what'd y'all think of this one? I really appreciate that they have made Docan and um, Laura and Gabby feel like like brothers and sisters. Like they they uh-huh. really have treated her like. Like a younger sister and they care about her and uh, like I, I love the concern here uh, laura brings the letter docket and he reads it and it you do have the feeling like okay uh big brother and big sister are going to be on the case and sort of protect her or save her i just i just really really appreciated that
0: yeah um i think the text chat is and the letter are the highlights of the issue i think um artistically it's warlock is really fun to look at um, yeah yeah and I like the color, again, color work uh, is awesome. I think uh, the the constant use of like, a there's like a weird use of like a hot, not hot pink, like a, a warm pink in a lot of the panels, which kind of like connects to um, Karma the most uh, visually. Um, I think that the color work's great. The, the panel of Karma in her um, uh, costume, a uh, gown uh, is really nice. And I do like, some of the panels where you've got warpath on the side, he looks, he looks ridiculous that, that his, um, his, his, uh, evening attire is insanely ridiculous, but kind of fun. And I generally did actually enjoy most of this, even like the weird dude with the long hair, <laughs> the dude, uh, who, who, who's been all weird and greasy and getting, camera uh, Cameron getting her on them. Right. Um, was quite nice. Uh, I was a little heartbroken because, uh, so many bodies are turning up and i didn't expect that gabby might not make it through um right and i'm not you know and obviously the shadow king is just gonna be super evil as usual um but other than that i actually really enjoy this i i'm not a big fan of um rain's design and the fact that she's de-aged a little bit more right it seems um but other than that i thought this was really warm and a really like nice and it felt like it was part of the gala as opposed yes. to a lot of the other, other ones it felt like a warm fun and it kind of pushes pushes the story of these characters along and it's very character focused which i appreciated especially sort of after the big plot focus of planet planet size x-men um it was nice to have like a a a family affair as it were um yeah
1: so obviously, when you first up in the book, I'm disappointed not to see Rod Reyes' name, and you know, would still maybe prefer it. But I thought Alex Lynch was pretty impressive overall. Um, you know, there are you know some choices, right? Like Rain looking very not only younger but even maybe more cat-like than wolf-like. Um, but I think it looks good overall, and and I think I think the interesting thing about if Gabby is dead is all her trepidation about, well, well, do I get resurrected? Right. I mean, they're not resurrecting other clones. If I, yeah, I in this group. And so I'm really interested to see what they do with that. Um, I found a really fun issue and I went in a little cautious with the art change, but they, they won me over for the most part. Um, and I think the writing on this book continues to get stronger each issue. Um, I don't know. I just i I thought it was it was a very different tonally from like just the big explosion of planet size. It's a lot quieter, but I thought it was very impactful and very effective. And um, yeah, I
0: just I really enjoyed it. Did you read this one, Ian? Did I read this one? I don't know. Did you read it? <coughs> <laughs> That's the question. You can't remember. Is that a bad endorsement?
4: <laughs> i can't remember but i remember the book oh, okay so i've at least skimmed it if nothing else <laughs> but like Sounds i enjoy good. the art and it's always nice to see um Mhm. i i enjoy her you know i'm a fairy what do you expect <laughs> 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 uh, no, but it's nice and um what's the name of the techno thing that can change form Walllock. wallop thank you I did enjoy just seeing him going around impersonating people, changing shape quite a bit. But if anything, it's the two-page spread where you just see all those little bamps going around. Uh-huh. That's why I'm, getting, <laughs> I'm becoming a up for bamps. I think you're rubbing off on me, then.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Nightcrawler has a interesting time at the gala. He's
1: <laughs> <laughs> pissed drunk,
4: but
0: yeah.
4: <laughs> I enjoyed it, even if I didn't... No, I did read it, actually. I remember reading the parts. It is magic.
0: Yes, there you go.
4: Also, I love magic, and what she's wearing is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to know how she made those horn things floats
0: magic.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it's in the name. <laughs> there, was, there was an issue uh, when Leo Williams wrote a, a good issue um, that was the standalone magic issue where she was going to get trained by Dr. Strange. Uh-huh. And it was like, oh, this could be really interesting, and no one followed up on it at all. Uh, but uh...
0: well, Doctor Strange is dying soon, so maybe magic takes over. <laughs> As the or Doctor Loki, Strange. yeah, yeah. As if it was Wonder. Oh my God! Well, it may not oh.
4: be Wonder. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, um,
1: I feel weird because. I can't equate it to Planet Size. But I'm going to end up giving it the same score. I, I really enjoyed this. I'm going to give New Mutants 19. It's a softer 6 out of 6. I think I think you can almost call Planet Size a 7. when There's an extra claw that pokes out somewhere. But um, I, I, I think it's one of the better issues of this series, even including the Hickman ones. I really enjoyed it. I
0: might yeah. be not quite with you on a 6. Oh, I don't know. I think I will be with you on a six because it's totally different. But for the it's a six for this sort of completely different reasons, being like a, a very familiar uh, atmosphere and like just these characters are all about family and all about like enjoying them being together. And this this encapsulates not just the the series but the cast itself. And I think it looks really nice and really warm and inviting. After all the earth shattering events that just happened. Right. <laughs> I think I'll join you, to be honest. Even though you didn't remember it. I <laughs>
4: <laughs> I got there in the end. No. I do have to agree. And the, the fact that it came straight after um, Planet Size feels just perfect. Like, it was the right point in time to
2: give a different tone and just take right. on a different path. Yeah, this felt great. Uh, like, a story within the gala. Like the gal is happening and it makes sense, but there's also like the new mutants continuing what they're doing, and that made sense. Uh, and, and I want to say, like, I really appreciated the art choice here. I don't know if uh, who the, the artist is, I, I've not seen them before. Um, and it feels like sort of an up and coming artist that I was like, there's cartoony in places, uh, but also like sweet and soft. It really matched the tone of the issue. Um, and I, I'll agree with you guys. This was a, a great, like six out of six, clause. But for a, uh, like a smaller, more intimate six out of six, where Planet Size was so bombastic. This was like these are these characters you love, and here's a these intimate moments. Um, and it was a uh, quite a quite a nice issue.
0: And this nice. brings
2: brings a question to my brain.
0: How the hell does New Mutants and uh, Children of the arm exist
1: simultaneously? <laughs> I <laughs> i don't we're not, i know we're not talking about it. i thought four was better than the first three but yeah i agree it's a weird disconnect with how this book continues to get better and better and better and children of the atom just kind of trudges
2: along
0: <laughs> i just i didn't even understand. i was by the end of uh, number four i was just like oh okay i didn't read <laughs>
2: four yet but i i do wonder and we did talk about it like the original plans for that book shifted so who knows right. if it's like right not what they wanted to do i i, I don't necessarily blame them i feel like that book's going to be forgotten about in two months right. so like i don't <laughs> i don't i don't fault uh, the writer for that necessarily right
1: all right well that's an excellent cigarette to...
2: that's that was yeah. honestly that analogy was perfect yeah You're welcome. <laughs>
1: And we're gonna keep the analogy because we're about to take a nap. At least I did for for, for X Core number two.
0: Wow. Um. So X Core number two, a shark in the water. Uh, Teeny Howard is the writer. Um, Alberto, Alberto Fochi is the artist. Uh, Sunny Go is the colorist. Uh, Clayton Carroll, this is Clayton Carroll, sorry, is the letter and Tom Mueller is design with the wonderful uh, David Jaja um as the cover, which is the Single best thing about this issue, and I adore this cover um, a lot. I'm a massive fan of um, Azure, so it's like X Men meets Mad Men. It's great.
2: Yeah, superb cover.
0: Agreed. Um, And um, because I didn't think I thought we were gonna skin this one, so I didn't put any notes. Uh, So so basically, what happens is Madrox uh, isn't particularly happy that he's not going. He's like he's hosting the whole thing with all of his um multiples, and he's going to sneak in uh, uh, and have some fun. Um, we have uh, Monet and Warren uh, on the red carpet, or green carpet, I believe, and they've got a lot of meetings ahead of them, and they meet a lot of people, and essentially all balls down to Mastermind joining the uh, CXO um, of the company. That's literally it. Uh, there are some fun interplay, and it is one hundred times better a better script than the first issue it for is. sure um, um and it's very much of the gala but pl- but basically doing its own thing um and moving its own story along using the gala as a backdrop which i think it, it's more successful at using the gala as a backdrop to what's happening i think the whole uh, um the two nazis i forget their names the twins Fenris. um yep i think the whole Fenris thing maybe you misfire a little bit but um i really did enjoy uh, uh mastermind i think uh, he's written brilliantly here um and i'm looking forward to seeing this crazy-haired manipulator uh going forward um he clearly has ulterior motives
4: i feel like it's tech and her
0: it is checking her he does look like he's from tech. <laughs> um yes. But yes um that's about it Um, I will jump straight in and just say it's a three out of six, Clause the art nearly brings it to a two, because the art in places is terrible.
1: It's better than number one, though, I thought. Yes. Yep. The art was a little cleaner, a little more, I mean, it's kind of Sunday comic strippy a little bit, but it it was at least more consistent, Mm -hmm. (laughs) consistently average, versus having terrible panels. Monet looks
2: terrible, her face, oh my
1: God. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you in a three, I guess. I I I flirted with a two, but at the end of the day, I just don't really care. <laughs> like, just I, it's not an uninteresting story. It just there's nothing that hooks me at all from from the writing or the art, and I just don't really care. So it's fine. Three out of six.
2: I guess I'm the guy who uh, really enjoyed this a lot more than the first oh, issue. Oh, good. I'm glad. It, it felt like uh, purposeful here um i enjoyed uh mastermind was great Uh, we all agree that was superb right uh his use here um the art i I can't really say anything about the art but story-wise um i I love that they they get uh, the twins call them out uh know what's happening archangel deals with it but then he's hiding stuff and he's using mastermind to do it uh it felt i don't know it felt competent and it felt like she knew what she was doing here in compared to Excalibur like this. I, 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 I want to keep reading this book to see where it goes or Excalibur. I don't ever need to read again unless something <laughs> big happens. Uh, so it, it felt like, all right, I accidentally spilled the stew on the ground um, and I've scooped some of it back up, and I'm going to try and make make do with the best I can. And it felt like a someone someone's that's a terrible analogy, but um, yeah, she's she's, she's riding the ship a little bit. I feel like the ship has been righted, and I'm interested to see where it's going. Uh, three out of six.
1: All right. Well, I'm glad y'all enjoyed it more. I will say, not to be too hard on me, I did last time gave it a one, so I did go up two whole claws. <laughs>
4: yeah. <laughs> what about you, Ian? Um, this is one that I really skimmed like didn't really read the dialogue i just went through the art and literally nothing stood out oh, to me oh <laughs>
0: that, so you should read mastermind's dialogue if
4: well i'll put it this way yeah. i went through it and the one thing i remember was taken her <laughs> <That> <laughs> is literally it there's nothing else in this that i remember
0: so with just the art on on its own and no words what do you give it well i'm unimpressed but i'll because
4: i haven't read it i'll say two <laughs> okay <All right.
0: laughs> So it's an extra point because you haven't read it. <laughs> 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 it's a
1: benefit of the doubt point. <laughs> right, right. and yeah, then then don't read it, Ian.
4: <laughs> <laughs> mm. I've a bullet. Oh, All you need to
0: know is Mastermind is probably gonna be the most interesting cast character in the so cast.
4: I'll just go through and read his dialogue alone.
0: <laughs> oh, it still worked with her. <laughs> mm.
1: All right, well, we're going to move on to the the titular member of the podcast, uh, Wolverine number 13. Um, Let's see, this is where to go Uh, faux pas or what they did in the shadows, uh, written by Benjamin Percy, penciled by Scott Eaton, uh, inked by Orrin Jr., colors by Matthew Wilson, letters by VCs Corey Pettit. Woohoo. Thank you. And designed by Tom Mueller. With a cover by Adam Kubert and Frank Martin, which is Wolverine tackling Deadpool. That's fine. I kind of like
2: this. I, I love oh, uh, it's, it's in front of the, the window as everyone's having a party. It felt like the thing Wolverine would do. Everyone's having a, a good time <laughs> drinking and he's fighting outside.
0: Right. Okay. No. <laughs> this is Q, This is Kubert. Kubert. Yeah. It doesn't, doesn't. But it's okay. I'm, for some reason I'm surprised that, for some reason I didn't, I don't know, it just caught me by surprise.
4: <laughs> all right, but, uh, well, um, oh sorry, yeah, Ian, what do you think of the cover? I see no problem with it, there's a really nice attention to detail, everyone in the background looks nice, which is always nice because a lot of things will tend to sort of simplify the background, especially if there's a lot of characters. But and it's nice attention to detail, like the water and all the food flowing up, so it, all in all, it takes a good cover very good
1: all right let's get the important stuff out of the way first um i'm mortally offended that captain skullet here is allegedly drinking scotch from a wine glass that's (laughs) that's bullshit um and even though yeah even though jordan d white's hanging out in the corner that kind of brings it down. I like that I'm pretty sure that's comic writer David Walker getting to meet Black Panther. And I think that's cool.
2: Yes, that's cool.
1: Okay, well now for the, the less important parts of this comic. Tonight um, so we got the important stuff out of the way. As the plant people terrorize the Wolverine corner of the Gala, X-Force finds out what Beast did. And they are indignant. Also, Emma is indignant. Everyone is indignant, but no one beats the crap out of beast, which is disappointing. Um, Saint, <laughs> Sage brokers a new deal with Terra Verde, which kind of makes sense, but also wraps up the story way too neatly and way too quickly. Uh, Deadpool is mostly annoying, but is Bub short for bubbles? Are you calling everyone bubbles? Is the best part of the issue,
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and the art is fine. I'm you know, I'm glad on a personal level they got rid of that other guy for saying some not cool things. But mm. Eaton is definitely—he's a serviceable artist, but yeah, not, not remarkable really in any way. This is not his
0: heyday of like drawing Captain America,
3: <laughs> right? For sure. mm.
0: Also, they kill—they kill—they um, kill off. Um, oh yeah, em- Christian Emerson, Frost.
2: Yeah. yeah.
1: With oh, a mystery ben. assailant. So, so, the first part of this plant person story, I was kind of, you know, with y'all. Maybe a little tired of the plant people, but interested in the intrigue. And they they piss away all that goodwill
0: in this issue. I thought This is, this is the... I, right, before a certain end point. This is my lowest point of the whole event. Um, I think it just... Doesn't look very. It, it's very average art. Um, there are nice sort of moments in in, in like the, the background. I think the the dreaded curse of uh, color everything dark because it's serious and dark. Um, sort of really hindered that. And that is the most ugliest panel that you just passed, um, where Wolverine is is uh, got a, got the sun on his back and is um, <laughs> going to attack attack the double yeah. Yeah, the double snick panel, which just doesn't work for me. Um you deserve a snip. I feel like with everyone just turning <laughs> around you know, with everyone turning around and being like, Well, you shouldn't have done that beast and but I will do nothing about it, um, is kinda like weird in this climate politically. <laughs> so like, right. like everyone's in like you said, everyone's indignant, but no one will actually turn him. And then his arrogance, which only made me want to burn the blue fair idiot even more, of like, you need me. Um, and I you just, need me on this I, wall. I heard, yeah, yeah, and I, I heard that in Jason Statham's voice. I don't know why. But, <laughs> um, I just it's kind of annoyed me even more. But yeah, I'm, I'll get out of the way. This is like a two out of, out of six class for me. Um, so yeah.
2: I think the art really does it for me uh, in that it makes me dislike this book a lot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> His his Wolverine is is I'm sorry Jason this is Wolverines looked a lot better. Yeah. Uh, sure. <laughs> there's one panel I'm looking at it now where he's swinging at the the um, plant monster and his mutton chops are not connected to the rest of his hair. <laughs> <like> a random <laughs> piece of fur sticking off of him.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, his his <laughs> ha- oh man. Uh, yeah, it is super dark colored. Uh, I I don't it's care about these plants. I
1: like <laughs> Matthew Wilson as a colorist a lot,
2: but it right. Uh, it's just. Unfortunate, uh, this is yes, until we get to uh, the very end, uh, this was quite, uh, uh, I mean, at least i wrapped up the plant stuff, I guess. Yes, <laughs> yeah, some of that. I don't know, uh, I'll give this a two out of six.
4: Oh man, um, <laughs> that that response
0: says everything. <laughs> what do you, what do you, before Jason uh dunks on Wolverine, which sounds like a bother. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> well he is only
1: 5-2
4: So I can maybe dunk on him If the goal is oh, not hurt, hurt. Hurt,
0: hurt. What do you think Did you read this one Ian?
4: Um, I started to read it And then I saw plant people And then I just skimmed <laughs> the hell out of it <laughs> Checked out
3: <sighs> well,
4: So It just wasn't that impressive <laughs> Yeah
1: I kind of wanted to agree With y'all on it too But I don't know if it was Any worse for me Than next core um, I hold them in about the same esteem. I uh, don't really like the art. Uh, Kind of match a board on the store. You know what I'm gonna. I'll do a very soft three out of six, but this this one and X core are the two
4: low points for me. Because I'm so tired of people. And I'm literally looking at a panel of a woman, and it looks like her face is a mask of Guy Fawkes. I'm giving it a one.
3: (laughs) All right. All right. (laughs) It It really does. (laughs) All right.
1: Let's pick it back up into more sunny weather. Uh, Let's go to sword number six.
2: Sword number six. This is what comes next. Uh, Writer Al Ewing, artist Valerio Skiddy. Uh, colors by Marte Gracia. Letter VCs Ariana Mayor, Design Tom Muller with the cover by Valerio Skiddy and Marte Gracia. Uh, I would say the col- the cover is the worst part of this issue in that it's just sort of there. With Here's the team with something in front of them. Uh, I don't know. What did you guys think of the cover?
1: It's all right. It's, it's pretty generic. Pretty- yeah, I would say the colors work pretty well. Sure. Like the different colors, almost like a Voltron-esque. Or... Uh, all new X Men vibe, which just kind of the color scheme looks nice. But yeah, I mean, it's just kind of a everyone standing there in shock at this. Uh, what do they end up calling it? Mysterium?
2: Uh, yeah, <laughs> but I think they, they then call it Soul after that. Oh, uh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we start off and, and we continue. Yeah. Um... When, when Ian, talking about the cover. Oh, sorry. You're interrupting me. How dare you? That's <laughs> it. <laughs>
4: As know, the only thing I saw about the cover was the triangle thing. I thought, that looks like the thing that went into the portal ages ago to get out of That's yes, because you read Sword number 1, I remember. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. And that is all I have to say about it. <laughs>
0: <All right.
2: laughs> well, Ian, if you have a chance, go back and read Sword, because it's been pretty excellent.
0: It's been, yeah. You'll trade. You can trade read it, because I'm going to buy it. So
4: yeah, because right. i just deleted all the old ones. Because uh, mm. I was like, ah, oh, I'll, I'll delete the other five LDFs there. <laughs> you tried to
3: tell
2: <laughs> it. it's all right. Next,
3: it will
2: So we start off with the aftermath of what happened in Planet Size X-Men. And we get uh, some great dialogue between Captain America and Doom. Uh, and uh, Captain America saying, you know, I just thought we would... I was always hopeful for the future. I just wish we'd do it together and i really appreciate his thoughts on it uh uh, you know humans don't feel that way at all so it's just so uh jarring but but i I appreciated uh uh that happening and cap looks gorgeous doom looks imposing and 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 very pretty with like the color work here once again stunning um then we are transported to um the peak And we have brand explaining to the different uh, galactic empires what is happening what they've been doing um and you know once again big ideas uh we saw issue one how they were combining their mutant powers to do something amazing well now they've done it they've created this super metal that has all these different properties now it's sort of them on on earth the mutants bribed the rest of the nations with medicine in space the bribing all these empires with like magic metals uh it's it really echoes of what happened early on with uh hawks and um mm-hmm. i really appreciated it i, I love the dynamics here i thought brand had an excellent uh punk rock costume uh <laughs> going on i loved it with the eye patch um just just great dialogue everyone had a very unique voice we talked about you know with the writers before people have they don't all sound like different aspects of the same writer. They, they sound like different people. Uh, I, I loved Wiz Wiz outfit, the super red with the red hair and the red glasses with the red chair, uh, just just rocking it. And then at the end to have like Doom show up and be like, I, I need to speak to the leader. Who's the leader? And the one person you know of the X-Men who is, you know, very famously defeated Doom in the past shows up. But like, I'm the leader. You have gotta, gotta deal with me. And I love that they you know they hinted at so much storm's got something amazing happening she's the regent of mars yes uh yeah give I'll, her something yes. yeah grand to do uh and she's gonna like just rock this i loved it so much um and then and then at the end we have um uh magneto's sitting there just sort of basking he, he's got the proper scotch glass uh having yeah. a drink here <laughs> um sort of marveling at everything he's done and then uh shows wanda shows up Uh, she said she can't come to the party. She doesn't feel like she deserves it, but, uh, Magneto's like, look, uh, it takes two to pretend and you're still my child and I want you around and it's sort of foreshadowing that something's going to happen with Magneto and I want to point out here, uh, she's come through the portal. I don't see a flower on here. You guys can look at the art again. Maybe I missed it. Um, but you have to have a flower to come through the portal if you're not a mutant and, um, I'm not certain if that was just an oversight by the artist or on purpose, or she's got her own powers to get here. Like, Doom came to there basically on his own powers, so maybe she's able to do it uh, as well. But just something to point out that maybe she really is a mutant. I don't know. Just a little tidbit there. But right. I thought this was uh, overall the, the 1B to the 1A that was Planet Size X-Men. This was yes. yeah, Everything I did in Planet Size continues on here stunning artwork big ideas excellent characterization with this nice moment at the end i thought this was just like sword has been consistently spectacular and i thought this was just continuing in that tradition
1: yeah i think um this sets up at least in my opinion for for the most consistency in hawks fox like the trifecta of the x universe right now is is dugan ewing and hickman and the fact that this feels like such a sister book to Planet Size, both in tone and even in art, right? Like Skitty and are kinda of from the same school. Um and yeah. you know, having a similar colorist.
2: Um I think it was the same colorist.
1: Yeah, and, and my gosh, that reveal a storm and the way the lightning like comes out of her hair in a big swoosh. Oh yeah. Is freaking amazing. Um yeah, no, this this book was fantastic. The uh, that opening page of Cap staring up at Mars. Oh is yeah, so,
2: the like, scope of it.
1: Yeah, it's it's amazing, and I'm with you, Georgie. That that first exchange between Cap and Doom, like that could have been almost a whole issue, and I would have been fine. And then you just keep adding on to that, just more and more awesome stuff. Like this book started high you just kept on a rising trajectory to the to reveal a storm, and even you know the part with Scarlet Witch and Magneto was like the aftermath or the epilogue is still, you know, whether, whether it's an art mistake, like you said, or, or they're playing something else. I really love the idea that he's like, well, it doesn't matter. The retcon doesn't matter. <laughs> You're still my daughter. Right. And and it was just, it was really cool. It was Magneto's trajectory through all of these stories has been really nice. Um, yeah. I mean, the planet, I'm with you. You know, it's one A and one B a very strong six out of six clause for me and, oh, sorry, I'll shut up and let uh, Dan and Ian
4: talk. Oh, I have to say, because I was reading this digitally, when it came to that first panel, all I saw was the red, I thought, oh, Baz. And then as I continued to go down, I was just more impressed by the piece. And I thought it's a great page just to start off a comic. Yeah. <laughs> it honestly stuck with me. And yes, yeah, you can't argue the conversation between Cap and Doom. Yeah, to be fair, you pretty much covered it all. Ridiculous metal is the ridiculous metal. However, I did literally <laughs> need the uh, page after the reveal of the people to be like, who are there these people? It's like, oh, handy, now I can know who they are. <laughs> I had no right.
3: idea.
4: I reckon when I was nervous, I was like, but who are the rest? <laughs> and horseman be annoying horseman. <laughs>
3: right.
0: <laughs> and Doom's appearance does just look lovely. And Someone has to slap Doom soon, I feel put it back into place, you know. It's, it's getting to the point where Doom needs to well, slap. Storm's done it once, you can do it again. Right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> like, if there's one person Doom would be afraid of besides Reed, it would be Storm.
3: Right.
4: <laughs> but, like, like you've said, the uh, panel of Storm's appearance is just astonishing. I can't... It. I just enjoyed it from beginning to end. I can't really say much more than that. Worth reading, without a doubt. And a happy conclusion, well, at conclusion at the end for good old Magneto and his daughter. we all about ourselves. What would you give it? Number one? Uh, I'd have to go for six as
0: well. It's all sixes isn't this is giant. Um, <laughs> okay. A
2: one? Yeah, you did just give. <laughs> <one>. <laughs> You're out of the podcast there.
0: <laughs> um. So. uh pfft what is there left to say um it looks stunning uh the color work especially is beautiful um i think ewing has decided to turn around to everyone else and go oh you want big i could do big do you want do you want family i can do family do you want intimate i could do that too um all in one issue as well uh, right <laughs> i dropped my cap and by the way and at the same time he's like well cheers guys um so this is this is what i wanted from S- sword i wanted S- sword to be massive because mm-hmm. uh, does huge very well mm-hmm. and um i think it sets up everything i was uh, happy to see that uh Coates's, uh intergalactic wakandian empire is going to yeah. survive a little bit longer um than just that that run um right right and i i enjoy so i really like agent brand oh she's not agent brand anymore but um director brand i suppose now <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, I love her so so much. I've I've loved most of her appearances and I gotta say that Ewing has got an amazing voice for her. Like a really great voice. And it's nice that every time I speak, there's chimes. Like I feel like I'm being rushed. Out right. the stage. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're we're
1: good. We're we've been short on several books, so we're okay.
0: Um but then yeah, yep. <laughs> um I, what i love though is uh we all talked about stars panel but it's not just storm i love that everyone shits themselves when she turns out like uh-huh. visually because they all know what she's capable of they've really? all dealt with her before and she's won every time and right yeah and i think that um my actual um, favorite favorite scene is magnea and scarlet witch i think it's really beautiful um, and it's a really nice way of like writing their relationship, which has been a really like torturous one and a really like up and down. It's been horrific over the years. Their relationship and this feels really Magneto's in a better place, Wanda's sort of in a better place, and it feels like the healing. And I was really interested to see how this went. Obviously. <laughs> 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 uh, i was i was cut short from that but, um, right i I thought it was beautiful and i think uh, uh georgie mentioned it earlier but um i would like to see pietro um all right t- turn up and not be furious because he's going to turn up now and be furious obviously right but uh, it'd be nice to see that family maybe get back together and lorna um again being the third sibling and i don't know there was just something about the ending which really got me um i love the rest of it but um and that last um the the them two holding each other with his helmet on the table the helmet sort of like i don't know maybe i'm looking too much into it but the helmet kind of represents sort of the pain that they both endured right. through their past right. and it's nice that it's been shelved in shadow and they're in the light and i just i don't know i just really like the intention artistically there and it's a six out of six I, may even be better than planet sized don't, wow. don't quote me on that but, you know i think it has I mean, a lot more <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But don't
1: quote me on it. <laughs> they are definitely sister books, which I love. And I love yeah. how you know is just how uniform it feels. And if they can continue if the X-Men book and sword book become like the two flagship books, I'm mm-hmm. A on board. Um the other two things I wanted to mention is a shout out to Grant who said uh Space Pirate brand was his new crush, which is awesome. Oh, right, right. And then yeah, and there's anything that we've said consistently over the years, as long as we've been podcasting, which is sad. But I think Ewing, Storm is in really good hands with Ewing, and I think she's going to have a lot to do. And I'm very, very excited about that.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: I do have one thing to say, though, and that is from the early stages of um, all this starting, Magneto being like, who is the pretender? What has she done to this? Is, even though I haven't seen a lot of it, it's felt really nice how oh, it's gone from that, from the complete opposites. It's like it's almost known.
2: like a
0: public, um, the public persona of Magneto is, I must disavow my daughter, but his personal feelings is, I want my daughter. Um, and the irony is, hopefully, <clears throat> in a great writer's hands, uh, the trial of Magneto should really use that as the dichotomy of the the whole point of, of, of that uh, as an emotional centre. I don't feel like that's going to be the emotional centre of that book. I... <laughs> i yeah.
1: won't lie i am horrified that this the the crux of that is going to be oh it was, i just tricked you to come here and then i killed you um and i'm going to be devastated that that's where they go but um
2: i'm, but we'll, I'm devastated that because we had uh, uh what book is it oh shoot was it excalibur uh ignore me my, my brain died please continue jason <laughs> oh, no, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm,
0: I'm with I'm with, J, I'm with Jason. If it is just a simple, I brought her here to show to Krako that I will do anything for the nation and kill the pretender. I will just be like, no, that's not how this was set up. This is yeah. not. Um, what I'd prefer is my, Mystique's like, you're not giving me my girlfriend. I'm burning it all down. I'm starting with Magneto. Yep. I, you know, I'm, I
1: I'm fine with that. Like that that could be a good story. Her. Right tricking everyone um, is obviously, you know, up her alley. So, bring on the intrigue. Um, she some... could have
2: already killed her, and this is Mystique in this issue, oh, right? Maybe. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, uh,
0: I'll,
1: that's yeah, why she doesn't need the flower. There you right. go. Okay. Well, alternatively,
0: alternatively uh, she just made a new body. She just created a new husk, because there's loads right. of husks around. Sure. And she just dressed it up and thrown it, okay. it in the grass. All
1: right. well, i don't think it's really fair to talk about the only interesting part of x factor
2: right now
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: there's a moment oh, i don't remember which issue it was oh no forget that anyway i feel like what 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 i really love about this moment is he wants his family back and this is a good way to sort of maybe you don't even have to wreck on it maybe like there are other issues where like, for example, Captain America speaks to Northstar's husband. He's like, oh, you're a human and you're allowed to live here? And he's like, Yeah, it's no big deal. Uh, where there is, like, room in Krakoa for non-mutants to exist there without it being right. a problem. Um, and them showing forgiveness to the pretender would be, like, the ultimate uh, sort of turning the page on that. But also, Magneto, uh, she, she's dead. She's is. She, are they going to be able to resurrect her? Will that prove that she's actually a uh, mutant and oh. whatever oh, they retcon. said before isn't true? Like, this right. is a way for them to retcon the retcon. Right. Uh, so, I, I I don't feel like he brought her there to kill her, necessarily, but he could be like, maybe, maybe oh. something happened, maybe something realized, and, and uh, he's like, look, I can prove you're a mutant, I can bring you back in, but you have to trust me. And he kills her. And then he's gonna resurrect her. I don't know. Oh Just that's
0: interesting. Uh, yeah, maybe it's Pietro's fault, like House of X. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> not fault.
1: Yeah. Um yeah, I, I do wanna harp or carry on something you said, Georgie. I think you know, the timing of this is also very like emotionally satisfying for Magneto mm-hmm. as a character because He's done all this, right? He's he helped Senator Koa. Now they finally did the thing on Mars. It's like he can take a step back and be like, okay, now it's time for family. I've kind of almost like, like a magneto at the end of his life, right? Like I've accomplished what I want to accomplish. I fulfilled the dream I had. Now mm-hmm. it's time for me to like restore relationships that have been damaged along the way. I think that is powerful. That's sure. really good stuff.
2: I mean, this book is just quite uh, simply phenomenal. Yeah. Oh, we could yeah. talk about it forever, but maybe we should move on to it right, the last yeah. two books.
0: Yeah. Do we have to? Can we the gala just end here? <laughs> 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 These are
1: kind of here. afterthoughts, aren't they? Um.
2: <laughs> These are not <laughs> two of my favorites.
1: Oh, okay, well, that's interesting. Okay, so let's do uh, Way of X number three,
0: Dan. Yes, the Joy of X. Um, so, Sai Spiria is the writer. Bob Quinn is the artist, um Havatata my brain my brain and my, my tongue didn't work then is the colorist uh feces Clayton carls is the lower tom muir is the design uh, giuseppe cameron coley and marty Garcia are the cover artist and it is the night after uh, the day after the morning after the night before with everyone very hungover and a weird floating baby um <laughs> and it's it's definitely do you know what this reminds me of um like late 80s british comic books um uh. uh, that's kind of what it reminds me of, because um, obviously uh, Spuria coming h- coming from our islands, um, but it just I don't know. There's a feel to it that reminds me of like uh, like a not just Dread, like sort of like kind of maybe not Excalibur after reading it back, um, mm-hmm. but kind of like the eighties 80s- is feel to it. I don't know. I do like it. I do love uh, the color of the wearbacks. um I'm, I'm a sucker for purple, so it
1: works me slightly.
2: Yeah.
1: I do want to just get it out of the way. I really enjoy uh, Jason Manzoukas having a cameo in this book.
2: Oh, I missed it. So we're going to have to, you're going to have to point out to me. Uh, I love so Jason Manzoukas. Oh, there he is. Like the yeah. second first page. Okay. That's great. Yes.
0: Tiki cups. Ian doesn't understand. Ian zoomed in on the the cup in his hand. It's a tiki cup.
4: Oh, no. I know. Was, I was actually zooming in because of his hand. So I was trying to figure out the
0: positioning. Ah, well, the tiki cup kind of looks like, uh, onslaught. That's
2: oh, all. hmm but anyway well, they are they are drinking at Blob's the only bar uh, for some reason there's only one bar they all go to Blob's I would not go there I would go to a convenience store and pick up a, a malt liquor before I went to Blob's bar <laughs> anyway right
0: let's go fast and quick we have a letter from Xavier telling everyone to be nice and good boys and girls and everyone in between and uh, remember the laws because apparently this guy gar- Xavier was preparing for this guy gar- to go tits up essentially uh and then uh, we are, the, the issue essentially is night gets drunk immensely uh, with a crisis of every faith um he survives the morning with coffee made by dr nemesis and he hangs out with legion uh pixie asks legion uh to help with loa and mercury because they can't get intimate he does that makes it horrific for Lower Mercury just because he's using them as like bait for onslaughts, uh, psychic presence, which he fails to cla- um, catch anyway. Uh, Nightcarnes kind of learns that Stacey X is sort of running a brothel slash orphanage on the island because there's too, mu- <laughs> too much sex and too many babies, um, which kind of like fail because kurt has got this massive hang up about we need to make more immune babies and Stacey X is like we've got loads of babies. What we need to do is um, create connections because then we'll, these babies will actually have parents. That'd be nice um also for some unknown reason there's a moment where fabian gets his head kicked in again because no one on this island likes Fabian cortez um that's almost it um uh, stacy sort of finishes the 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 issue by nudging um using her powers to nudge uh, dr nemesis to dance with dazzler who he doesn't particularly like and also uh, there's a small fight to show that Onslaught can jump around people's bodies uh, with the, the the new character, uh, the who floats. Uh, Lost is it? I believe they're called. Yes. And it shows that um, the Onslaught sort of feeds off the negative energy or possesses people and enhances the negative energy. It's very wishy washy. Um, I'll get me out of the way. I adore drunk Nightcrawler a little bit. Uh, I like the fact that he's like having. He's basically that like dudes that smoke too much uh, pot at the party uh-huh. and it's trying to like tell you or oh, has had too much speed mm-hmm. at the party mm-hmm. and it's telling you everything and every idea and uh, people are like oh god no um, and he's probably pissed himself as well um, <laughs> from, from, from the look of some of the people on the panels, I really like the whole like jumping for coffee uh, Spiria has a really nice handle on yeah. Dr Nemesis he pretty much plays like any kind of snarky doctor in, in any comic book but I, I appreciate it here Legion the whole Legion plot um it's okay but is it okay to be at the i don't know maybe i just have bitter x taste uh, in my mouth but it's okay at the expense of to uh, like a lesbian relationship to like completely shatter it right um just to, just so you can um because it could have been any uh any mutant I suppose. um uh but to, sh- to share that just to have onslaught disappear the sort of onslaught thing is almost out of the out out, out in the open um but the best thing about it is that Stacy X exists um, and yes. that she has, and there's like this really, what I really liked and appreciate is that the idea that on this island for the, uh, what is it she calls them? Beach bods and like sexy mutants. <laughs> um, uh, on this island, they need to a place, even on paradise, you need a, a release. Some people need a release because not everyone can be intimate uh, like everyone else on the beach. Um, and I really like the fact that she, you know, indignant nightcrawler which sometimes when he puts his uh, uh his like sort of more religious face on he does get a little preachy um right. much like when he, and it echoes their first meeting because they met together right. they, like they first met in um kelly's run ages ago um and he was pretty judgmental then and he does the same thing here and she calls him on it and goes look look what i'm doing and it's like oh actually she's doing really like good work and it's a facet yeah. of Cocoa um, that, it, it, to be honest, screw blobs bar. I want to know more about Stacy X's like brothel. I would, I, <laughs> if you gave me a book called X Brothel, and it's just about Stacy and her like pleasing people and looking after a group of orphans. I'm I'm fine with it. I'd be down with yeah. it.
2: Yeah, right. But so. it's not necessarily an, a brothel, right? It's no, no, it's no, like no. a place for people to be intimate without like judgment. Right. Yeah. I like uh, they you, even
1: you say it's you. different levels of relationship, right? right. Some people yeah. just sit and talk, some people just hug, some people are super horny, like it's just kind of, whatever you need, whatever connection you're looking for, you're able to find it there for those that feel disconnected, for those who aren't the alpha X-Men, right? And it's, it's right. a an really interesting idea.
2: Yeah, it's, yeah it, it, it's, it's my favorite part of the book. I feel like the Onslaught stuff is kind of unnecessary, uh, right. if that makes yeah, sense. It,
0: um, to talk about onslaught. This book is being replaced by like an onslaught mini series.
1: <sighs> um, I think it's just so, an exercise one shot.
0: Oh, is I it could, just a one shot? I hard. could be wrong. The, the the way it was promoted seemed like oh, um, way of X is just being shelved for a couple of, for, to deal with the onslaught problem. And I was like, oh, oh no.
1: okay. I thought it was me. Okay, well, I hope you're right. I I thought it was like oh, well, we changed our mind. We're gonna do this, and way of X is gone already. But I, I hope you're wrong, or I hope I'm wrong. I mean.
0: Yeah, I, th- I think Way of X is just getting shelf a little bit. Because oh, okay, cool. I, actually did, I really like the cast that he's creating, like, building yeah. here. Yeah. It's really, like, pic- Pixie, Legion, Diamond Nemesis, and Nightcrawler are a really interesting group of people. And if they managed, if he manages to bring in Stacy, and then maybe even, like, Dazzler or some, you know, other characters, uh-huh. I think it would make, make for a really dynamic team compared to some of the more blander lineups um, out there. Yeah.
1: Or, or let him save Blob
2: a little bit. Oh, yeah. anyone.
0: Uh, yeah he the blob does need saving but he also needs to shave his beard and look like someone else so yes
2: <laughs> yeah like the jordan d white cosplay era could be over
0: yeah so did you read this one ian i can't remember if i said you should read it
4: but i ended up skimming it and it was by the end so i basically skimmed it and not really looked at it because i didn't realize a lot of things that actually happened in this when skimming through
0: it yeah, it's actually quite dense, to be fair. Um, it is.
2: Yes, a lot. that's my other problem. There's a lot of, like, exposition explaining what's going on. A little bit too much. It, it feels yeah, kind it of doesn't... overstuffed because of the onslaught thing happening, where there are a lot of other ideas that are way more interesting that are kind of, Oh yeah, but we got this onslaught coming. Do we have to? It was we didn't even like that event when it came out originally. Do we have to replay <laughs> all the other events again?
0: Hey, teen, teenage me loved onslaught taking taking out and dismantling the FF um in their own home to steal Franklin. That was a great issue. <laughs> okay. if I remember, when I was a teenager.
4: <laughs> he went there being issue.
0: <laughs> um, but no. Um, <laughs> yeah. just
2: uh, the one issue was good. Yep. <laughs> you was could dismantle- say the same thing about tennis swords. <laughs> 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 so feel <laughs> the
0: same energy. What I will say, though, before, before, we, before we mark it, is that this is not a gala issue. What this is, is the issue of WebEx right. that comes after the gala issue of WebEx that we didn't read. Right. This is, like, after the event issue, sort of, Fallout.
1: I don't think um, there was one, was there? Well, exactly.
0: No, 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 I mean, I I like, it reads, like, something that was really oh, sort oh, of um, oh. after.
3: Right. Like, um, um, after.
0: Okay. Yes, it doesn't read like a gala issue. If that makes sense, I feel like the bits at the beginning are just, "Oh look, we have to sort of connect it. Let's ignore the gala now that we're three pages in. <laughs> Let's move on." Right.
2: Hey, Jason. Before we, I know you had something to say. uh Right underneath Jason Manzukis, we do have Paul Shear and Paul's wife.
3: Oh, uh, nice.
2: There as well. So we got all three members of the "How Did This Get Made" podcast on there.
1: Wait, where's June?
2: I think right there, with the blonde hair, with the...
1: Oh, that's not magic? Oh, no, that okay. is
2: magic. Oh, shoot. No, it's just Paul Sheer then. Darn it.
1: Now i got to find June. She's got to be in there somewhere. But, um, yeah, anyway. Um, yeah, I think... um. So, one thing I want to say, you know, out loud and on the record is... um, I think in issue one, I really loved the issue and then maybe was a little negative on the art. I think Bob Quinn has grown on I me mean, considerably. Um, over these three issues i enjoy the art a lot more um i'm not going to call them one of my favorite artists but just I, it's growing on me quite a bit and i think to me a good Nightcrawler book i just love how complex and messy it is right uh, especially not Nightcrawler kind of being in a questioning phase um, and you know encountering lots of morally gray situations here that he doesn't really know how to feel about and he's trying to figure it out i just think it's an it's an interesting read on nightcrawler and um i think overall i enjoyed it um so i think i'll I'll probably give it five out of six
0: yeah i'm gonna actually join join you i think it has its issues i think the onslaught thing doesn't land properly and i don't don't inherently agree with splitting up uh the two the couple but Right, right i i do enjoy the, the dialogue a lot and I feel like Nightcrawler just is having everything questioned and it's been a long time since Kurt's had like a, a really meaty story behind him and like something that would uh, make his character grow um, I feel like this is a book that is really good for me and it is bias um, a Nightcrawler bias to give sure. it probably five um, but I enjoy and the art, like you said, the art is really good. It's really colourful. Like um Kokoa looks great in these pages. Like the, like the vegetation. Sometimes Kokoa just looks okay. Um, but I really enjoy like the, the wildness of it here and sort of like the idea that it is kind of like a, like a wilderness. Right. As opposed to like it's just constantly just one room. Um, <laughs> awesome graph. Um, but yeah, I I enjoyed it and stick with a five. Um
4: because I basically best- i not give it the time of day. I'm not going to give it a vote because I can't barely vote on it. That's, that's uh-huh. fair. All right, what about you, Georgie?
3: You
1: and, kind of mentioned you were maybe, we were yeah. heading downhill towards the end here, so where, where'd you end
2: up on this one? Um. Unfortunately, I don't like it as much as you guys do. I feel like it is exposition heavy. It feels like we had a bigger concepts happening in other books that were able to handle it cleaner this just feels sort of messy dialogue and explanation wise uh i do feel like that is in par with the two different stories happening here and it is biased but i don't care about the onslaught stuff i care about the crocoa nightcrawler stuff um you know this is ewing finishing his his legion stories but i don't i don't need that like this is this, (laughs) this should be the nightcrawler book this should be the uh the, the the culture society religion book of of Krakow. instead it's being turned into hey remember that event uh, back in 1996 uh, that no yeah. one looks back on favoritely except for that one issue where he beat up the <laughs> Fantastic Four uh, so, why don't we replay that again I I it feels like wholeheartedly unnecessary uh, wait, and then.
0: What you don't know, Georgie, is that I've secretly been sending letters to John B, John D. White about that issue, and that's why Onslaught's now in the Xbox so. I, I books
2: I feel like he'd look you up online and be like, oh yeah, I don't like this guy. I would not help him out. <laughs> he, would, he wouldn't would do anything for me, no.
0: No, he would not.
2: <laughs> he would call you bad names and then uh, deny he ever did it. Um, <laughs> he's done it before. Uh, the um, It was just like... Uh, There's it's too much stuff in there. It's just a little too messy. Too much, too wordy, and like the, the stuff that shines really shines. And I, I just wish the book focused more on that than this other uh, superfluous uh, junk almost that, that's happening there. Uh, that, that's what really upsets me more than anything. Uh, I'll give it a four out of six. Like, I, I, I liked it, I just didn't like it that much. Uh, I do want to point out I love Pixie's hair. She's got this giant bushel of hair yeah. full of butterflies. It's, it's fabulous. Awesome. Yeah.
1: All right. Well let's uh let's wrap this bad boy up with um the last issue of X Factor, X Factor number ten.
2: Give me one so, second to pull this up.
1: Georgie, your this is your penance for getting for getting the good books. I got the yeah.
2: worst book. Um, what we sustain. <laughs> um all right. Buckle up X Factor number ten, finale. What do Great you mean title. it's not
1: finale, sonata minor key X Part Seven and a Half. Hmm. have not all her titles been like so like super complicated symphonic titles?
2: Yep.
0: But this one's just finale. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Doesn't deserve a better title. (laughs) (laughs) This deserves not to exist. Yeah.
2: Um. Story: Leah Williams and David Baldion. Script: Leah Williams. Art: uh, David Baldion, David Messina, and Lucas Wernick. Maybe uh, that's why the art is mm, less than stellar. Uh, colors by Israel Silva. Letter VCs. Joe Caramagna. Designed Tom Muller. With the cover by Ivan Chavrin. Uh And on the cover, we've got sort of uh, some watercolors of people dancing at the party. And uh, no one really looks like how they... Act. Well, I guess on the cover, Dokken kind of looks like himself. But everyone is just sort of odd... Uh, if you told me this was uh, like cubism, I mean, obviously it's not cubism, but if this was like a style of like painterly art, I would be like, OK, great, because uh, everyone looks a little bit off here. Uh, I don't really enjoy the uh, the cover. I,
1: I haven't liked these covers on um, this series. I will say um, all of these have had one, but um, the uh, the Pride variant of North Star, like standing on a... platform of light by phil jimenez is pretty fantastic
0: yep it is that's the best
2: well i I wish Um, i had that then
0: to be fair i really like the color work in this cover especially lana's dress um i I agree that the character is a bit obtuse but um i think that's intentional i just didn't i'm not that fussed what about you i
4: don't think i have much to say for for it apart from meh. Oh, God.
2: All right. We're
4: going straight in.
3: <laughs>
2: straight in. <laughs> so we start off, and uh, Leo Williams is like, hey, what a, trauma, right? What if we didn't have trauma, right? Um, is this how you talk to a friend or a lover? Like, hey, but what if we didn't, and you can just not have it? This is, uh, like, wh- why do you even have a story if you're just going to say in dialogue what you're doing? It's like you know what I'll compare it to a, a musical because in a musical you don't have to act; you just like sing your emotions out very uh-huh. plainly to the audience. And I feel like that's <laughs> what's happening here. Just I can say exactly what it is, almost as exposition in the dialogue coming straight out of my mouth. We don't even need the characters. Um, people are getting ready for the gala. Uh, just, just just getting ready. Uh, I boys skating around. Uh, then they are—they all get dressed, and then they're transported to the gala. Uh, except for Prodigy, who's like, "Oh, I gotta go back. I forgot my wallet." And um, everyone else goes to the gala. Uh, I don't really enjoy uh, some of these costumes. I feel like, uh, oh, what's her new name again? Rachel's new name? Uh, Pro-, Pro Not Prodigy. Pro-
1: are we still doing Prestige? Prestige. I I got that prestige. Swept under the carpet.
2: I don't know. I just felt like uh, this okay. is a costume for Prestige, and not for Rachel.
1: Yeah, uh, I know. It's one of my this. least favorite.
2: Um. Uh, the character models are off throughout the whole issue. Uh, it, it's disappointing, uh, Lorna. Oh, there's a what? What? Um, what page is this? Because this is important. It's very important. One, two, three, four. Issue five, down the left. Lorna's boobs are like uh, at
1: they're running what? away That's from that, each other. Yeah.
2: Yeah, ninety degree angle away. It's, this, there's something terrible happening to her body there. Oh yes. Uh, this is what I wanted to talk to before and I couldn't remember what issue it was. Uh, Lorna's having a second drink. Um, we're at this high gala party with dancing. Everyone's having a great time. Magneto's like, hey, can't have a second drink. Be stern. Uh, don't don't have any heart. Uh, be, be like the rest of your family. It didn't feel like Magneto at all. I yeah. really hope this is the voice of Magneto we're going to get uh, in trial of Magneto because that would be someone completely different. Yeah. Um, Sorry, I'm rambling. Uh, Prodigy's got a a a mystery to solve. He goes to a gay bar um, where he had sent himself something from himself and he's tracking down something. Uh, We cut back to uh, uh, the event. Shatterstar shows up uh, and he goes to meet Richter. And if you want to see what happens, blah, 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 blah. Um, Back uh, with Prodigy, he's tracked down some Los Angeles producer who hunts and kills queer black men. Um, uh interesting to bring this up in the final twelve pages of uh, a series in which you didn't pay any attention to Prodigy at all. Uh, <laughs> uh, back to the event. People are talking, and they look bad, and they look bad. And okay, I'll give you this: docken and Aurora together. Uh, I do kind of like the dialogue and their vibe. It's, mm-hmm. is, I think, how Dan said it's really great. And I'm paraphrasing. Don't quote me, Dan. That um. Uh, Dakin and Aura, uh, this great straight relationship in a book that's all supposed to be about queer people. So <laughs> it's good that she really focused on what was important here. Um, iBoy tracks on Prodigy, who has knocked out this guy, blah, 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 blah. Uh, oh, you realize that Prodigy set himself up to do this as he looks dysmorphic and weird. And, oh, the artwork here. Uh, i i boy shoots a blast because of stuff for reasons it's not really explained. it's dumb um
1: it eye power. i don't know
2: no, no idea well, how can you do that why can't you do it what did he do i don't know he did something good job that's what how it's portrayed uh the rest of the team shows up and like hey you're gonna be arrested so maybe you want to kill yourself before you're arrested um and and then at the end docking and aurora walk away like hey we made it um And then um, iBoy has helped uh, Prodigy to get back together uh, with his boo. But unfortunately, who should show up but dead Scarlet Witch in the garden? Dun, dun, dun. Then we get some farewell letters. Uh, I didn't really read these that in depth. Baldion was sad to see things go okay. Leah Williams is like, hey, remember how I had that big uh, public angry spout about how I didn't want uh, Lorna to be taken away.
1: I was just kidding. That was my idea the whole time.
2: Yeah, it was my idea the whole time. Why would you ever think that? Uh, it's not like tweets exist in the world. So um, uh, very eye-rolly, as, as Dan uh, said to me. It was very like, really? This is what you're playing off? Fine. Um, I don't want to speak too much about the tragedy of what happened here. Because uh, I don't feel, in the same way that maybe... Williams wasn't the person to tell the story. I don't feel like I'm the person to comment about uh, how that would affect people. It's like, really? This is what you're doing in the last eight pages? You're going to tell this very complex story and tell it really poorly and just upset a lot of people? Um, I just felt like it was was the worst book. Um, The story was uh, hodgepodge. It didn't feel like anything was tied up. Um, This weird prodigy thing at the end, the art is... Uh, just, just scattered and ugly and oh man I just uh, I was really frustrated reading this whole thing I was I was upset that I had to read it again to review and I'm, I'm upset that I had to flip through it to cover it for you again now um, how do you guys feel because I feel like I did a terrible job of covering this book probably I did as bad a job of covering this book as they did of making this book how did you guys feel
1: so I, I agree with you Georgie um...
2: that, I, that I did a bad job
1: no, no, that, that I don't really feel like I'm in the right seat to address the tragedy. I do, I will point, if someone wants to read a a nuanced uh, assertion of it from a queer black person, um, there's a, a thread you can read for uh, Absolutely Corey for this flex, uh, who's a guy I've talked to just barely on Twitter. Um he mostly is, is friends with the uh, the homeless superior guys, but um, at Torteracata, if you want to check that out, um, cool. has some pretty interesting thoughts on how it's impactful for him. Uh, he doesn't really, he doesn't feel that Williams is malicious in her treatment of it, just thoughtless, which I think is a pretty fair assessment. Um, I think she's trying to say something, maybe important that she thinks she's doing and it just comes off trauma she solved it right right so i mean i think putting that aside and dan and ian if y'all want to speak more to that that's fine but um it's still it's still a messy book and i understand that it that it held a place it's, it's kind of those things like you wish it had been better because yeah. it wasn't a book that was very important to a queer audience because of the characters that were involved. So you don't want to see that go away, but it was also kind of a terrible book. So it's like, it kind of needs to go away and maybe someone else can do a better version of it down the road. Um, it's hard. It's, it's very mixed feelings about, about the cancellation. Cause I, I, I feel like we need a book with this type of roster, but this just wasn't the right one for me. Um, and, even that i say knowing maybe i'm not the right person to make that judgment call but i just i didn't this book floundered from the beginning um and then doing the 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 mismatch on art in this issue took mm-hmm. away what, what little positives i normally attributed to it so it was not a very i mean i like i like the twist at the end i don't think that i don't know who was in charge of putting that there but um I mean, after seeing Scarlet Witch come back and then seeing her dead, I guess I should have connected the dots that that was what Magneto would go on trial for, but I didn't. I mean, at least it was a nice little cliffhanger, but I mean, there's a lot of garbage to overcome to get there. So, Dan, you I don't know if you even read it, but what do y'all think about this? What thoughts do you have? All right,
4: I have to ask what is the writers' what is their sexuality? They're
1: bisexual. Bisexual, yeah
4: then they clearly don't understand homosexuality even with that fact. Oh. that is more of a book, which is supposed to focus on, like, trauma of someone who's gay, yeah. yet has more of a focus on a straight relationship, and the end, is the anything that's happened in it is covered by the death of the Scarlet Witch. Everything is covered by straight people. Yep. That's all I have to say.
1: Yeah. So... And the- and the tragedy is done. So, like, oh, this—it's just so. Oh, let's push this plot point forward to book in the book, right? Because we started off with a hate crime, but we better end with a hate crime, so we can do our dissertation on trauma, like Georgia said.
2: Well, yeah, because she starts. What if we could get rid of the trauma in the end? His prodigy has died. He—he he skillfully did it, so he didn't remember the trauma, just like mm-hmm. they said at the start of the book. And so he's—he's he's like fresh now. He's cool and he's happy. I boy saved him uh and brought him together with someone to be with it was really like telegraphed but also really bad sorry dan please and, go ahead and,
0: yeah sorry, and, the, and, and the most trope is that gay couples can't or, uh queer couples can't have any joy that the moment they're put together um right. the mum is murdered and what really annoyed me and actually grates me to this right now is that she um uses the mom mummy line from buffy um so this is exactly how it's delivered in Buffy. Oh. When Buffy's um she's a massive Buffy fan, and oh. I feel like she's used that as like a um, a way of getting away with the Scarlet Witch. Um, so there's three things: the art is so inconsistent uh, throughout that I it, it, I had trouble with it. Um, the color work is the unifying factor, but again, it's a bit more drab, a bit more darker than. Um, the other gala books and i understand with the subject matter you do not want brightly colored stuff going on so um, technically the color works decent for what it is art is all over the place kind of like the script um i think i described it as like a debris field yeah of that's an you, yes yeah. <laughs> um, where, where you you, you kind of like um have to find the asteroids and the pieces to put it together uh, it, it's the only book of the whole gala that is consistently telling me to read another book <laughs> um and, 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 read these
2: other meta books.
0: Yeah, instead of instead of dealing with the actual characters that the book like so the Aurora uh and and, and Akihiro um stuff isn't even touched here. Uh it's just go look in the book. And also um she uh, the whole Morrigan stuff uh is, is tied up with a bow and thrown into another oven and, and Chat fine and Effin's okay.
1: But uh, to be honest, who cares? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. um and i i said to Georgie, i didn't actually this this book actually really pissed me off and i didn't want to talk about it um but there's other things that i found out um so the person who is the the, the criminal who has been uh, murdering uh, uh black queer men uh, is named after an actual real life um murderer of black gay men
3: oh, um
0: who was arrested in 2019 so this is a ripped out of the headline story which makes it even more Frustrating to talk about, right? Um, it isn't my experience to tell. Like and this, playing
2: with someone's tragedy.
0: Yeah, this is—it's not my experience to talk, talk about. Really, I am obviously not. I'm queer, but I'm not black. That is a completely different set of trauma that I don't. I can never right. see on I, I, I will. I may be able to uh, sympathize and empathize, but I'll never like experience. Um, this this writer uh, has gone on record saying that she would never. Uh, um talk about experiences that she hasn't personally sort of um felt herself because she didn't think it would be authentic enough and here she is doing this um section uh and it is grotesque and it is horrific that um she there's sort of like a weird black joy uh that's probably the wrong word to use like a black humorous joy in in the sequence so we have right um david uh, over his body like pun- punching him and that's t- uh, you know that's serious but he um um flings the dialogue out so we know what's happening and then obviously iboy turns up and we get more and then iboy um as as ian pointed out does like a naruto kamihamiha um yes, yes. just after uh david mentions what this guy's been up to which feels completely totally wrong and then while David's close-up dead body face is on the panel. We have Lorna um, sort of threatening the guy with with violence because she she wants him to run away from the police because that would be poetic justice because obviously in in your country uh, the police kill black people. It's in the in the most heavy-handed piece of dialogue. Yes. And then th- to add even more, just just it made me want to just literally rip that i don't have a physical copy but i would have probably ripped it into pieces is that after all of that um Akihiro and aurora leave and akihiro's like uh no Aurora's like oh that turned you on and he's like mm, yeah and it's like wait they're just the straight guys are just gonna go have sex after all of that are they um that's horrific and so the only thing we get as as <laughs> this and this speaks to the whole i don't care what the audience it's been a great sort of thing for some people that's great but to me as a queer as, as a career reader all it has told me is that the only important thing she wanted to write about was we get sexy hot tub scenes of the two straight people we get right. well they're not even you know i know i can hear us by but he might as well be straight um
1: in, in this, this book in this yeah. yeah in this
0: book, um, outside of the first issue so we have sexy hot tub sequence we have sexy playing with hair sequences we have a lot of sexualization of the relationship the gay guys and the gay girls are completely desexualized and the only sexual act one of them is allowed is being raped right i i don't want to ever talk about this writer again and so to be honest i i will read this trial of magneto but i will say now i don't think i'll be going in with a very positive attitude because i think what she what was transpired here is offensive and I don't mind that... I, like, I get that she's probably came... I don't think it's malicious either, but it is offensive.
1: It's, it's, I think it's the whole, surely tone-deaf as hell.
0: Yeah. And the whole, the whole run has been one exercise of... Um, oh, look at this queer book, which all the queer guys are, and girls are just doing book haul. She's,
2: she's surrounded herself in an echo chamber online of like, yeah, I said something, everyone praised me, and everyone, like, the queer people who follow her just praise her for kind of just existing... Uh, and I don't feel like she's ever really experienced uh, criticism of of like her poor choices and poor writing. Uh, and, I still don't understand why she's like. This is not something I talked about ever before, really. But I want to tell this story in eight pages of a series finale. And
0: sad uh, to, 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 to matter, this issue was timed to come out on the last day of Pride Month as uh-huh. well. So like, and maybe that's not her. Part. It's obviously not her fault, but it doesn't give Marvel because let's be fair, and I'm not I don't want to go on a massive tangent, but I constantly joke about Iceman, but he has been shelved. Yep. In the mm-hmm. grace. Um uh, he is in Marauders and I wanted uh, Duggan to do something with him, but Duggan does not want to he flirts with the idea that they maybe sleep what what's the closest we've had that he's in the same bathrobe as Christian? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying yeah, like him and Pyro are in Florida, but yeah, I, I know what you mean though. It's I'm not saying that I want, want queer sex in every X book. I just, there's queer characters that exist. And literally in this gala, we've got just North Star and his boyfriend having, not on the same page all the time, but they're the only ones that are happy. We have, <laughs> right. we have, we have, a, we have a lesbian couple literally torn apart um, by a psychotic, essentially. We have <laughs> uh, gay, um, gay trauma right at the very end. And then, right. when, when, when the kids are, when, when the two uh, uh, queer lads are allowed to actually, you know, have a happiness, which is supposed to, uh, clearly supposed to sort of round out uh, right. all that trauma and maybe leave us with a, a, a glimmer of um, hope, their parents, like, the mum is killed. And even, it's like instantly. But even <laughs> the
1: happiness is tone deaf like.
0: Yes, the Highway has yes. good
1: intentions, but Prodigy just saw his dead assaulted body in the basement and i was like hey don't you want to see your boyfriend right <laughs> it's like no i would actually maybe i would rather go have a drink or go listen to you know music and headphones or something and you know dan it's funny because in, in a book in a line as diverse as it is with diverse creators and diverse characters we shouldn't have to go to the pride issue to get the only representation of the gala, which is kind of what yep. you have to do.
0: Yeah, because right. the, yeah. Pride, the Pride issue has a lot of like... Yeah, uh, it's got that Karma story, which is beautiful. It was pretty much wall-to-wall, um, wall-to-wall X-Men, essentially. Um, <laughs> right. That pride issue. And I don't know, and I feel like um, uh, Vita has a really good handle on on, on Karma, possibly having a, a, a same-sex relationship in, in New Mutants going forward. But I just, I feel like it, it, it's such a weird place to be where we have a, 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 flag, a sort of semi-flagship, highly promoted queer book, which is canceled. The moment, like, announced it's canceled before Pride and then ends Canceled the, the
2: moment she doesn't get to play with, like, the one straight woman on her team. Like, are you taking away me from the book? Well, I'm not going to write this ever again. Good. I, I'm glad I, you're not writing it
0: it just i don't know i don't mean to be really angry about it but it does really piss me off sure and um and i can't say about how it if it affects me like this i can only imagine what's going to affect people who actually experience that kind of trauma right cuz i'm coming at it from the fact that yet again we have a, a hetero focused relationship in a book that's got a where were all the questions? Were we ever going to get like Rachel and Kitty? Was that ever going to be a thing? You know, would David like? Like, quite rightly, Georgey said David, who has not been touched upon at all for like twenty issues, uh, was he ever going to like really do much with Speed? Because there was a moment where Speed couldn't even come to the island for some unknown right. yeah. bullshit reason, and um, I don't know. It just uh, I'm not going to mark it. There you go. I'm just going to stop talking and not mark it.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm kind of okay if we all do. That. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I'm good with reserving—not uh, reserving, reserving judgment—but like, this book doesn't even uh, deserve to be acknowledged. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I just—I think it's too hard to separate the "quote unquote" creative output from the controversy, and I don't—I don't know. I'm—I'm I, I'm more comfortable just kind of not trying to tie that all together in mm-hmm. a rating. Uh, it just seems a little sure. I don't want to add my tone deafness to the tone deafness we just discussed. <laughs> right? So I think it's maybe more appropriate to just kind of move on. So I know we're going pretty long and we need to wrap up. Um, I just want to point out um, so my average score for the event was 4.5. I'm not suggesting that you guys need to try to scurry and do your own because I did not prepare y'all for that. I kind of did it while we were talking. Um,
0: I have no idea what my scores were. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, I, I, that's fine. Um, but I, just, I, I want to kind of point out to me what the big difference that I felt between this and Ten of Swords, because I feel like Ten of Swords, we said there's good action, but that event was saved by, like, issue after issue of stellar art. And I felt like, for the most part, the gala was very cohesive and story-driven. It also had really good art, but I just felt it felt like a more complete event to me and i was wondering if you all kind of felt the same way or felt differently kind of comparing the two events we've had since the hickman era
0: this i've gone in obviously i can't
4: compare because i completely was just like well that's event starting bye right. <laughs> my choice but i i do agree that this one just it like while there's a few like miss issues where it just that seems to to fit in on a whole it does feel like a a solid story going from beginning to end well maybe not end but
0: you get what i'm saying (laughs)
3: right
0: yeah it's it's way more coherent um than x of swords um even the sort of outlier issues were never as low as the outlier (laughs) (laughs) issues in um i feel like whereas x of swords was saved by the potential future which we got sword literally sword out of it right um this feels like the potential was all around every book. Uh, well, not every book, that's, yeah. Most, but, um, yeah. Most of them had a, had a had a handle of where they were going and what they were doing.
2: Um, so, yeah. I think it was smart that they were like, all right, the event is, isn't... is I mean, there's there's the central or you know, Mars is coming, right? Like, the, you had to I don't know, kind of allude to that basically everywhere know that was happening, but... It wasn't, this is the story, and this is your place in the in the timeline, so please write appropriately. It was, here's the gala, and just tell your character's story about being a part of it. And obviously right. there is like some interaction of who's going to be doing what, but it wasn't like, I'm directing. It's not Hickman saying, this is the start, and this is the end, and this is what all the characters are. It's like, all right, fit in the party somewhere. And I think it worked out really well to let each team sort of organically figure out how they they fit in like we talked about the hellions book maybe the best hellions issue we read and that was because they were allowed to just sort of exist in the party and i think Mm -hmm. this it's not a traditional event in that like here's the big bad and we got to defeat them it was something happened and let's see how all our different characters react to it and i really like that
1: yeah very good okay well yeah we're uh we're well over two and a half hours at this point um even when all right stuff out, no, it's great it was a big event but uh let's go ahead and wrap up uh georgie dan why don't y'all talk a little bit about what's going on at excalibros right now
2: so we're doing fun stuff uh we kind of promised to do some regular comic book stuff and then <laughs> we just got very busy and other things happened and, and we apologize but uh weekly we are covering the tv series loki Yay. Uh, and we just had an episode come out yesterday with big things happening and we'll be recording uh, on the weekend, hopefully, and have that off for you next week. Uh, but uh, Dan, how have you been feeling about Loki in just a few words? Um. <laughs> <laughs> all over the place. Um. <laughs> that works. Uh, but uh, wh- where can they find us, Dan? Uh, you can find us on podbean.com
0: forward slash Excalibur and on Twitter at Excalibur's one. And as usual, if you type us into Google, we turn up and we're on Stitcher <laughs> and um, the other places, iTunes and all the other places at the places podcast. I'm losing it, man. I just have like a rage. So, yeah. I'm chilling. I'm chilling now.
1: Awesome. Ian, anything going on you want to talk about? In terms of
0: comic books? Nope. <laughs> you, should follow him, you should follow him on Instagram. What's your Instagram?
4: Oh, um, Instagram is Builds where you will find uh, very rare, but po- posts about building gunpowder or plastic-related models piece by piece,
0: and he's just passed his uni course. Nice! Yay! Year. Congratulations, buddy!
4: Good work. Thank you. Well, it was had been a tutu, which yeah. was most of the grades.
3: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: it's good. It's better than, it's better than whatever. Yeah, hey, I didn't get a fair time. Happy. Yeah
3: right
1: (laughs) (laughs) awesome well um as always for the podcast that goes nick you can like the facebook page if you still do facebook stuff uh twitter is at Snickcast. uh show notes and stuff at snickcast.podbean.com and i cannot thank you guys enough i know we had some scheduling issues that kind of was the blessing in disguise of letting us do this super issue or super episode but um always love talking to you guys you know i was glad to have you back on um and just thank you all for
2: for doing this event with me that was awesome thanks for the time i appreciate it everybody
0: thank you for having me back after such a yeah. long day <laughs> <laughs> no problem now you're up today um that's thank right. you for having it done as well and i apologize for my um quote-unquote gay rage at the end there. no that's um, okay oh, oh, appropriate that's the thing Probably. i wanted
2: to say you had more gay rage in this than we had during the whatever event she wrote before where she had her gay rage issue that was just jubilee yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah. Oh, yes, the straight person, right? Um, yeah.
1: Oh Let's not get into it, please. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I right, well, everyone, please stay well and stay safe out there. And um, until next time, hugs this is next, everyone. Bye bye. Bye.
3: Bye,
1: And snacked.